good. He went, right. through, he went through that's some stages of, there. That's kind of refreshing. Sun Eater. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Sun Eater, Rosemary Groot, Fourth Tap <laughs> Brewing Company, Austin, Texas. I did, yeah, the lady I bought that from made fun of me for not saying Groot either. But it's just Groot, like the tree. That's not bad. Yeah. It's like <laughs> very light. Yeah, you take a second, you're like, I don't know if I like that. But then at the end, I was like, I like that. Yeah, I think I like that. <laughs> I like it like that. Welcome, everybody. We're just warming up here. Uh, I mean, as you can see on all the press that you probably see, uh, all the press. banners and stuff. Yes, press. I put out press releases every time we do a podcast. So what if they're at 2 in the morning when I release it and then just leave it alone for nobody to listen to? All right? My strategies are solid. All right, everybody? <laughs> I'm not sure you remember MLA format. I never had to use MLA format. Mm, we used. Then you're not writing a very good press. Release. We used Oxford. All right, just the commas. We just put extra comma, <laughs> Oxford commas where where necessary. Tommy, this yes. this whole episode, this at least this whole part, usually gets cut out. And oh. then there's a point where we have a conversation, and then we just start the conversation, ignore what we just said, but then reference that so the and, audience and doesn't know what the we fuck start. we're talking about. Okay. And that's where we start. All right, you know, because the I whole like prior conversation that we just had was about beer sponsorships, and the people listening have no idea that that's what we were talking about. Okay, and they thought it, so they they're meant, lost when it, they come in. Yeah. That's exactly where I want them to be. I, I want like them to that. be lost in the woods and then find us. Okay. Find us in the conversation. Also, according Just like you should find a handbook for MLA format, but that's... Another. But the people don't know what MLA format is. They know what MLA f- format is. I don't think you know how to say MLA format. <laughs> you studied it a little bit weird there. It's and the I, hibiscus catching up with me. Oh, do you mean the <laughs> Sun Eater Rosemary Groot? Fourth <laughs> Tap Ruin Sponsored by Naturally Gluten-Free. Wait, is gluten I don't think free? they're yeah, sponsored by. Free. And then how's it naturally sponsored gluten free? <laughs> because it is Nigga, brewed with sentences. lemon peel and rosemary. This sorghum ale uses only Texas inspired. I'm proud ingredients. of you for saying sorghum, by the okay, way. Okay, so Tama, how can you have like Texas inspired ingredients? That's what I'm saying. I thought like, they were it's local. either from Texas, or it's not, or it's not. You can't just be inspired. inspired that you're Texas. <laughs> At barbecue in New Mexico, that inspired by Texas, <laughs> right? Yeah, Apparently the hops are super like racist that. in this one right here. It's inspired <laughs> by the racism in Texas. Oh wow! Do you have Casey talk to you about steak candles? Like, there's a candle that smells like Texas. I could just cook a steak. I can just go to any local uh, meadery and get the free smells. I don't need it in my home. How fat do you think I am, man? That's a very fat thing. Oh, this is my scented candle. It's gravy because I love the so scent. Texas smells like gravy. It's queso scented. <laughs> See, that's what I'm the wrong person me- for that. That's Tejano. I would never have a queso. Yeah, you scented hate queso. I would have. Is... I don't know. Warm guacamole doesn't sound too good. Oh, no, that no, sounds no. the opposite. Does of the good. California candle smell of homelessness? No, it smells. She sent me. She sent me what uh, the California candle smells like, and like the Southern California is like. Summery lemon breeze with some hazelnut or whatever the fuck, and then Northern California was all woodsy and delicious. So I, what I'm what I'm picturing is like you sniff this candle and like tears come down. <laughs> right, well, that's, but I'm not from either. I'm from Central California, so oh, I just need a just you don't get like a candle. <laughs> yeah. Central California is just uh, emission smoke. That's all it smells You're like. Smog. It's it's smog, <laughs> smog with a little bit. Of pine. That's yes. Oh, okay. Smog, it smells like brush fire. Dash of sea breeze. Right. And it comes with a little pouch of ash you just throw in your face every so oh. often just to get that wildfire goodness. You That'll know? take you back Hey, girl, home. let me light some candles in here. Mm. Mm. You smell that smog? Ash in your face. <laughs> Which candle do you think would be the most boring? I think South Dakota like couldn't have anything interesting going on. <sighs> Maybe Montana. <laughs> right, because the coastals all have that ocean breeze, yeah, so yeah. that's fair. You're good. You're good. Texas man. has barbecue and beef. Yeah. Utah? 
Just like weird missionary sex. We are more sex. than barbecue and beef. <laughs> but that's what the Texan smell would well, people be. If you're talking about Texas, distinguishing yeah. smells. It would be, no, it would, I will tell you right now. Here you go. You'd be hit with a little bit of cattle. Then, then dust, cow shit. Du- cow du- shit. Yep. Dust into some barbecue and pecan. Dirty cow shit. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Let's not lie to ourselves, man. <laughs> I, I, Damn it, right. Because <laughs> you stopped there. You were like, cows. Pecans, yeah, dirt, no, right. that's it. <laughs> yeah, I said. The, well, it depends, you know, because West Texas would smell like oil. Yeah, and I was about got, to say if California gets two, like Texas should yeah, get four get candles. Like four, yeah. yeah, we get four different candles. So, what's the panhandle smell like up there in Lubbock? Oh, that would be just literally cow farts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'd have to divide it by like by like panhandle, right. west, east, east, and then, and then south. Gulf. Yeah, yeah. yeah then Gulf. East Texas would smell like racism. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. whatever that Tor- would be. I went towards is that, <laughs> is that pine and poverty? Mm. <laughs> South Texas yeah. just smells like pico de gallo. <laughs> pico de gallo and queso. I, I do agree that warm queso is a distinct smell yeah, that would pervade the South. Smell. So uh, there you go. So South is queso, cow farts, racism. <laughs> what does racism smell like? That's Chaw? A, that's a great like just question. Some tobacco, chewed yeah, tobacco. Yeah. See, yeah. It, it's sunflower seeds. Powder, it, it, it's, it's funny because tobacco, East Texas mega hats, like, and um, Cracker Barrel. There you go. <laughs> I used to like baked bread and flavor. Gotcha. What does slavery smell like? Sweat, fear. Have you, have you gone to East Texas? Because look, East Texas is funny to where like you would think it's not desolate like West Texas. Right. It is green. Yeah, it's, it's a lush. Trees, it's lush. Yeah. But it's also just so much worse. Right. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, terrible. You, you'll get lost because I, I stayed a year in Tyler, Texas. Mm-hmm. And there was like, it was the country hood where you were a mix of black it was the safety zone right but if you were to go out outside if you were a little too far that was time <laughs> those were the types of places where you couldn't get stopped yeah. right but it was so green and pretty so you'd want to keep driving so yeah, if you were stopped you're like ah man at least it's beautiful out here i've been definitely told in east texas like hey uh how do i get to houston uh the answer is back the way you came like i have had that moment jesus christ <laughs> Being lost in a country road because, like, Google Maps just doesn't give a fuck where it takes you these right. days. At least yeah. California's <laughs> been mapped. There's parts of Texas that have Duh, not been mapped. That big. <laughs> Dog, like, literally, they Google even gave up. They were just like, fuck it, man. This is I. You ain't going to go out that way. If you're out that way, you fucked yourself. Right. You don't need to be out this <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah. Ain't no maps going to help you. That's right. hills have eyes country. Right. So, I mean, we, so we got the Senate candles. I mean, because Tommy, yeah. a, as per the press release from all the thumbnails and everything. <laughs> okay. Tommy McGrew is here, everybody. Once I again am. on the podcast, uh, he was on this. He was on the Twitch stream, and then we. Uh, I left it up and I saved it because it's a very good Twitch stream. I beat you in Madden. It was very delightful. I don't remember that, but okay. Right. Well, I distracted <laughs> you because we were talking about murders or something like that. Yeah. And then you were like murders, and we then got the game crazy was over. Off subject. Yeah. It was weird, but <laughs> it really but, was. But welcome, Tommy McGrew, oh, to the fourth I'm chair. I feel like the fourth chair back. is going to rotate, and so yeah. uh, you're more than welcome. JJ was a, was a Mexican who's short. He's no longer Mexican. He's, he's white he's now. More oh, okay. he's Mexican. <laughs> no, but he was a, a small Mexican boy that was friends with Marcos. Is friends with Marcos. Oh, and friends with me. A, That's a lot of wasses. <laughs> no, what, what's going on he's here? Dead. I murdered JJ. Is what I'm is saying. I was about to say kid? he's still alive and fine. Yeah, he's Did cool. He just though? hang around your house. And like, the way you made that sound, he just came out of nowhere. Just I like, like a I magical like, Mexican elf. I like object permanence. If he's not right okay. in front of me, he's just dead. Oh. He doesn't exist. But right. Tommy, you're here today, yeah, and, and you're from Lagrange. What where part of Damn. Texas is that? Because I don't that know. It is Central Texas, like 50 miles outside Austin. Okay, mm-hmm. in between deep? Austin and Houston. Because you you tell stories about that place being real ghetto and, and hood and it's spooky. Different. It's I'm, different. It, it, it's a uh, 
because there's little pockets of as as I described Tyler Texas of countryhood yeah. where you don't really know what's going on, but mm. it just somehow works. Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's it's its own thing. Yeah, Lil Nas is from there. Warm and fuzzy. So is that where the Old Town Road is? Is it like shut up? It's like, it's like four of them. Okay. Oh, there's yeah, like four Old like Town four Roads. Old Town Roads. Yeah. Okay. So the riding to the Cat No More is not that far. It's about no. thirty minutes. Oh, like fifteen. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Thank you for dating this podcast. Don't worry. That's going to be a banger forever. You think? Weird, weird question. Isn't Lagrange where the shooting happened? Or am I wrong? It was a shooting that happened there. I thought like a so. year ago. It was a shootout at a motel that's known for meth. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's all you need to know. It really that, is. I think that is all I need to know. So no more, no more stories about Lagrange. I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> no, but um, when you were back in Lagrange, you you told me a story on the Twitch. Yes. Where you had a certain rival, and I, and I forget his name, but he had a very legendary name that you said multiple times, yeah. and I wanted you to say it on the podcast. Now that we got the new mics, right. got the pop filters, you can actually hear the story. You can actually hear the story. Yeah. So he wasn't my rival though. He was he was a nemesis. We'll call him a nemesis. Okay. I had a rival. Damn. And Cody Wilson. Oh. That's a whole different story for a, a whole nemesis different time. and a rival. Yeah. That, right. Fucking Batman over here. That's right. I He's got a rogues gallery. gallery. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy you were telling the story yeah, about, he was he, he was banging. <laughs> yeah. He, he broke your back or attempted to. Uh, he would have. Because he had, he, what you told me on the story was that he had a certain uh, modus operandi. Yeah. He had a certain thing that he would do and he would go around the neighborhood yeah. enforcing whatever law and order he saw fit. Yeah, he played by his own rules. And I don't know what that rule was, but yeah. I'll let you tell the story again because it's definitely worth telling. Right. Uh, where the people can hear you yeah. on yeah. mic properly, so. See, I think the way we got on this subject, I don't know how we got on it. It was one of those things that just kind of eased its way in. Right. But I told you that I was told as a child to hit him with a brick. Oh, right. Yeah. Because we were talking about defending ourselves. Defending yourself, yeah. And, and my dad, he was, he boxed for fun at the YMCA. Yeah. So he taught me how to box. Right. And you were talking about your father and your uh-huh. father did not teach you how to box. He did not. He said, hit people with a brick. With a brick. As if a brick is accessible at all times. But then you brought that up. Yes. I was at a bar on 6th Street. <laughs> it was Swan Dive Barbarella. Okay. You've been there before. I have. Literally, there was a brick as a doorstop. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe like a weekend after that. And I was like, this motherfucker's right. Yeah. They're everywhere. B- loose bricks are everywhere. They are everywhere. So, Tommy grew up in LaGrange. Is his defense mechanism yes was to hit people with bricks and i mean easy i, I was just going around <laughs> clocking sons of bitches with bricks okay it was a, it was like an it was like the break the glass emergency thing okay because if all else fails hit them with a brick right because lagrange seems like a lawless land it's the so, wild west right yeah. so go ahead with why th- that preface even needed to be said <laughs> Because, uh, because Michael Floyd existed. That's why. Michael Floyd. Yeah. Yeah. He was Debo before Debo. Like okay. he, he had his bike, which he stole, <laughs> and just patrolled the neighborhoods for children of all ages. How old was he? He looked like he was about 20, but he was like 12. Oh, my God. When I was like, I'd say maybe seven. Okay. Was he the weird person that like hung out at the high school and date high school girls, but was like 20? He was in jail by, by high school. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So he was a legitimate... Bad he's a, boy. He's a psychopath. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He was crazy. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So, you know, everyone feared Michael Floyd. He was huge. Like I said, he looked like right. he was 20. He was fucking 12. Right. And so I was in my front yard mm-hmm. one day, minding my own business, mind you. Playing with toys. Yeah. yeah. As seven-year-olds are wanting to do. Imagination, all that good shit. Yeah. And here this son of a bitch comes. And it was no squeaky wheels or like 
baseball cards on the tires. Right. And it was no sign for <laughs> right. him to come. Right. It was like, Maybe a faint not of the even. chain. No. He was stealthy as shit. Wealthy. Uh, he had, he had well-greased. <laughs> <laughs> well-greased wheels. Yeah. Yeah. Very well-greased wheels. So I'm chilling, you know, relaxing. And uh, all of a sudden, my back is turned. I turn around. There's Michael Floyd. No words said. And he chokes me. Okay. Two hands. Two hands. Chokes me. Around Homer your neck. Simpson on Bart got you. Yeah. That shape Bart, got yeah, you. Yeah. Literally, that's exactly what it was like. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like my head was like this. <laughs> Blowing up. Ah! I'm black as shit, but I was turning red. Like it, it was, you know. Yeah. He was trying to kill me is what I'm thinking. <laughs> and, and my question when he first told this was, why? Was why was he trying to kill you? That was his What did you do? Man. Nothing. I rarely talk to this guy. I'm pretty sure you did something. Yeah, man. Wow, I had to have done something for a psychopath to try to come <laughs> kill. That's what they do. I feel like he's misunderstood. Do you? Yeah, and Would I. Would you like to meet Michael Floyd? Absolutely not. I'm good. <laughs> I, I'm going to understand him from over here. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll try to describe him so, the best. So I here's can. the thing about real life: is yeah. psychopaths don't have a backstory that makes you feel bad for them. They just exist. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about movies telling me that psychopaths always turned. There's always a moment that turns. No. Michael Floyd turned when he saw Tom. T- Tommy did something yeah, to him. Actually, yeah, he was he was an upstanding individual. <laughs> and then he, he saw this. That <laughs> motherfucker played no, Power he Rangers. fell into a vat of chemicals. There's no his dad, like, touched him. There's just. Well, we don't know that part. But uh, his dad, I mean, the rage had to come from somewhere. It had to, choke, to come from somewhere. To choke motherfuckers. That was a powerful choke. Yeah. Right, and I'm not saying that people who've been molested by their fathers choke people, but that is one of the many outcomes that could happen. Look, man, I wasn't the first to get choked. Like it was a, it was a lot. It was a list of people. He was a serial choker. He was a serial choker. Got you. That was his mo. Was choking motherfuckers. Did he? I start wearing turtlenecks. <laughs> I don't, don't know how that's gonna protect me any. It's, it's summer in Lagrange. <laughs> I was. Yeah, next time he comes with you, oh shit, my weakness, turtle. <laughs> I can't, I can't choke you anymore. Yeah, oh, the velvet is so soft. <laughs> next time, <laughs> it just turns around and walks away. Like no <laughs> scarves, ascots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so he's choking you. He is, and and then he. Uh, this was the first time, right? Right. And he just choked you. He just choked the shit out of me. And, and you just died. You no, just... no. Then my dad came outside. He got on his bike. He ran off. Okay. So your dad saved you. Pretty much. And so, okay. So he's like, next time he comes around and that happens, grab that brick over there. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, it is a brick over there. <laughs> and yeah, you handle that. And sure enough, next time did come around about maybe a couple of weeks later. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he rolled up again. Still no words. I don't even know what he sounded like, actually. He just he just did shit. He's like, I feel like this is a figment of your imagination. <laughs> right? This sounds like a metaphor, Tommy. No. For your childhood traumas. Oh, man. He's a real person. He's, no, man. I like the quick time event of, like, seeing the brick, press X, press X, press X. <laughs> <laughs> so, so several months later. Yeah. At this point, is it fall now? A couple of weeks later, actually. A couple of weeks, still summer, yeah, yeah. still or fall, is it starting to it's, cool? We're drifting in the fall. Whoa, 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 wait. Does this choking have a trilogy? This is the third time? It's the second time. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's, it was a two-parter. <laughs> okay. It was the godfather. <laughs> we don't count the third one. We don't count the third. Because the that third one was does him. Does not exist. It's his prequel yeah. that we don't care to see. <laughs> no, we don't want to see Because he has no origin story. <laughs> So I'm a dick. He's the Joker <laughs> of bullies, basically. Yeah, right. no, no backstory. No Joaquin Phoenix here. No, no. Just it's Michael Debo. Floyd. Yeah. Just Michael Floyd. Yeah. Who would play? Who would play a young Michael Floyd? Oh fuck! 
Or who Michael would play Clark uh, Duncan if he was still alive? Damn. Yeah. Young, a, a young no, <laughs> Michael Floyd. No. Oh, Just, young. No, Michael Clark Duncan, when he died, would play a young <laughs> Michael Floyd. Yeah. So. Yeah. But anyways, he came back and, right. you know, once again, you know, choke time. And I managed to. <laughs> I was prepared this time. Right. In my mind, I, you know, I'm like, okay. Rick was in his inventory already. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is happening. Right. You know? My dad said to prepare. Had a very clear head in the midst of this, you know, situation. So it's like time slowed. The first time it took you by surprise. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't this know what time the fuck was happening. you're like, oh, I've been here before. Yeah. Yeah. This and is a familiar feeling. <laughs> Which, how awful is LaGrange when getting choked out? By a 12-year-old is a familiar feeling. Yeah, he yeah. still had, like, the groove in his neck from the last time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the little imprint there. Little it mark. aches every time he comes around. Right. Yeah. It's like, he's like Harry Potter. Yeah, that's how I knew he was coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, the God. imprint's aching. Oh, my voice is a little hoarse this time. And so he's choking you out. Yeah, and I managed to scoot my way over to the brick. Pick the brick up. Clock him in the face. Didn't really do much. But it caught him off guard, and he's like, oh, shit, this little son of a bitch is willing to hit me with a brick. So, okay, so I, I quickly <laughs> picked the brick up, throw it at him, and at that point, he got on his bike and went off to terrorize the next victim, and I really never had any problems with him again. So that's the lesson, kids. <laughs> Just Stand up to your bullies. With no, bricks. Throw bricks at them. Throw bricks at them. Yeah. Can, I, can I ask a I mean, quick Friday inquiry? Friday says that's standing oh, up to your bullies. Uh, <laughs> I mean, so was, so was your dad the type who was – who, whenever that first uh, whoop ass happened, mm-hmm. uh, was he was he upset with you? Yes. See, because because that was my dad. Yeah, whenever it's, it's black fathers. Because I wasn't like I was trying. <laughs> I was at school one time, yeah. and an individual, an individual, like you know, put hands on me, and I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna be the better person here. I'm just gonna be good. Go home. I told my dad, and I got whipped. Yeah. For not <laughs> beating someone else's ass. Right. And I was so confused. I was like, but mom said it's like this is not this is not about your mom. It's about you not being a bitch. <laughs> and ever since then, that's that was the day that I learned that. How did you not know that already? Yeah. Right. You no, know, I mean, my dad was chilling. He was never the type to like, and he knew that I'd stand up for myself any other time. Right. But you know, this is at the school schoolyard. Doesn't matter. He did not give a, a shit. He was, he was at. He was. <laughs> he was so disappointed and mad. I thought I was going to get grounded over yeah. some dumb shit. I could have failed all my classes. He would have been like, "Oh, it's all right, son. You tried your best." Right. The moment he was like, oh, someone put hands on you and you didn't touch him? No, man, fuck you. You're not my son. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> you get disowned in a black family if you don't do that. That's a black I, dad I, maneuver. Yes. That was the thing because my dad had fought so much as a kid that he just wanted to get us out of fights. Like, right. prepare for fights, but don't start fights. Because my dad was, for most of his life, like 5'2". Yeah. And he had the reputation. And I told you this story, too. He had the reputation in the neighborhood where – when he was real little, he was real quiet. He's like the opposite of me, small, mm-hmm. quiet. And, and they used to pick on him until one time they picked on him in front of a girl he liked in like second or third grade. Yeah. And they pushed him and in front of her. And he was like, push me again and I'll punch you Uh-oh. like as a little kid. Right? right. But he made the promise. He's always a guy of his word. Yeah. And so the guy put his hands out to push him. My dad clocks him in the face. Nice. And then he got his ass beat. But from that moment on, because he's smaller than everybody, yeah. from that moment on, it was, you want to fight somebody, go push Gilbert over there. And so he had a reputation for guys who thought they were big and bad and wanted to fight somebody yeah. and pick on little ass Gilbert. They'd go push him once, push me again. And then by the time their hands got up, just punch him right in the face. And so he was a strike first type of guy. Yeah, Gave him a chance to back off, but strike first. So he fought so many times in the projects and he started doing fun in uh at the ymca 
Like it's just was just in his blood. He just fought for fun at yeah. a point where he was just like, okay, you guys, you gotta I don't, love it after some point, right? Because you're just doing so goddamn <laughs> yeah, much right. to protect your goddamn neck. And so, like with us, he was like, okay, I'll teach you guys how to fight, just the basics, but don't go out there picking fights because both of his sons are taller than him. My brother's yeah. six foot one, and I'm six four. Yeah. So it's like we're we're way bigger than how he's the fuck ever. Did been. That happen. Uh, our, my, both of my grandfathers are tall. Okay. Except for the, probably my dad's dad because he was picking fruit since he was like a child. Yeah. So he's probably a little bit stunted, but I yeah. I know the answer to this. Mexicans have shitty diets. So like somebody that's actually well fed, like me and Sam, I'm like, what, five inches taller than my dad? I mean, probably, I yeah. Yeah. I don't know how much taller you yeah, are. Yeah. My dad's here. like five, nine, five, ten. So oh, shit. Yeah. So six okay. inches. So yeah, it's yeah. it's kind of a thing where it's, it's not like even a genetic. <laughs> well, we don't know, right? Uh, like, honestly, you should study this. Like, have two kids. Well, I mean, just figure out which one who gets fed. I, I just had a teacher that told me like one time he's like, yeah, the conquistadors when they talked about fighting the Aztecs, they were like six four. Really? Yeah. So it's like genetically, the genes are in us to be big, uh-huh. but most Mexicans live on shitty diets of like beans and yeah. And historically, that's been the case too. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. and then and then when you're picking fruit when you're four years old, you're not using your body to grow; you're using it to recover from picking fruit since yeah. you're four years old. So, there's a little mixture of that too. So, interesting. I never had to pick fruit. I don't, did you ever have to pick fruit, Marcos? Uh, I took a summer job picking watermelons, and I lasted three days. Right, because that's about how long a normal like third gen or second gen <laughs> kid would last. Because that shit is hard work. Yeah, right. And we and you didn't have to support well, a family. My on grandparents that. had the easier jobs of slaughtering animals. Like, uh-huh. That's way easier than picking. Yeah, well, my my grandpa's was shearing sheep, so yeah. that was not. And but he but he did it before. Did your parents live in a village? My, no, my dad grew up on a farm until he was like <laughs> okay. seven years old. Oh, my fa- my they sold the farm. Migrant workers in Montana. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, my grandpa was a he was a migrant worker. He would go wherever there was work, and yeah. so his thing was sheep shearing. But he used to do it before they had the electric shears. Okay. So he had these big ass forearms, oh, and he had some yeah. metal clippers. He's just shink shink with his bare hands like goddamn Popeye. Yeah. And then the electric shear came out. And it's like, oh, this is easy. Me, me, me. And so then my dad he I, I asked him one time because he retired recently a couple years ago, and yeah. I was like, how long have you been working? He was like, legally. <laughs> not that he was illegal but he was working on on my grandpa's farm five six seven years old uh yeah. picking apple you uh, pull, picking up apple crates and shit. no child labor laws right and, and then the, when he was like seven the good old days old, right? yeah right fucking child labor laws that's yeah. some of these Fuck fortnite kids right, right. <laughs> fucking fortnite kids dancing all his energy fucking go pick some cotton go pick whoa, some whoa, apples. Whoa, 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 whoa. my grandpa picked crop? cotton too no no, no I, I didn't mean it like that i'm just saying hey man uh, don't blame just Fortnite kids. I'm gonna tell you right now. I wouldn't have done the same shit. I said, "Fuck that! I ain't gonna pick no cotton. I ain't picking no apples. I ain't shearing no, no. heat. Make them pick pears. Make them pick oh, peaches. How about I apples? Grapes? Anything. Yeah. How about I uh, <laughs> raisins? Raisins are low to the ground. I, That's easy for sure. I, I picked I up, raisins were great. Yeah, I, raisins no, are grapes. No, but you dry them out on the ground, mortals. Oh, you pick the you grapes put, and then you put them on the. I guess sheets. that was old school raisins. <laughs> uh, maybe. What do you yeah. think about raisins? What? Do, how do you think raisins are made? In, the, uh, in a factory? Just, yeah. <laughs> You can't just dry them in a factory. No, there's sun. Like, yeah. No, you pick them, you drop them. They <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, go dog. in the sun. You sun bake those motherfuckers. Oh, I mean, you get some right. You know what's you know free sun, energy? The sun raisin thingy. Because yeah. like the sun is the um. That's why on raisin brand, there's the sun is the mascot. Right. Well, raisin brand, the sun is the mascot, and then you have a Mexican lady as the sun, the sun made raisins. Oh yeah, that's the boxes. Right. Yeah, it's a little Mexican lady that's like, hello. 
and she, she has her basket of fruits. Forgot right. all about her. So you Damn. got raisin bran, you got sun-made raisins, you put them together, it's real life, man. It's real <laughs> life out there. So so don't get mad when I say pick cotton because there's cotton in California. My I'll, grandpa picked it too. I just I was now that we have so, two black so folks just, here, I was, like, <laughs> I was a little concerned. I was like, so it was normal to, for me, uh, but yeah. avoid talking about this topic. Uh just back to dads. Yeah, dude, I think it's just a minority dad thing because my dad literally sicked me on someone once. Yeah. <laughs> Like in what manner? Like another so kid? My or dad like... was my elementary football coach, and we oh, went to the middle school to for a practice. It was uh-huh. like the only. F- so the field in my elementary was mud, like yeah. dirt, dirt. Yeah. So we went to the middle, uh, the middle school, and then some middle schoolers started picking on us, like because at first they were just interacting with us. Yeah. And then they were like, uh, they eventually got to the point where they were talking shit. It's like, man, you guys are shit, and it's like a fourteen-year-old talking down to. 10 and a nine-year-old right and it's like well if you, if you guys think you're so tough why don't you fight my son yeah. <laughs> I, I just see you drinking water like huh <laughs> but at least in that situation you're in full pads so there's not much you can know bro it's elementary football not pop warner it was flag oh shit yeah. what <laughs> yo oh, the, time God. out time out in my elementary school we had pads no bro no, we didn't have money well sixth right. grade you had to do extracurricular football to get pads but like if you're just doing like flag football, like for school, then that was just flag football. For no, school. like mine was mine was like padded up since the third grade. Yeah, that's why oh. you're a lot better at high school football than you were at than my high school football team. Oh, you right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you may not know this about uh, TJ, Tommy, uh, TJ has uh, he, his dream is to get a uh, Manatsa family yacht. That's not my he, dream. He has a compound in Zimbabwe. I don't. I um, personally don't. He's been to Europe several times and oh, made fun shit. of us for not going. I cultured he is. I right? did not make fun of you for he not ha- going. He has a uh, boudoir in his house. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's a su- It's a study. And Why a are we sunbed recording here, right? Let's go to his mansion. <laughs> right, let's go to his mansion. Let's go to his study and record. He yeah. just said he had a study. No, 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 no. That's, you have a smoking jacket and that's, a pipe. That's, also? That's, no, 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 that's not my crib. That is my. That those are all family things. Right. I mean, but I, I person happens to him, it goes to you. I, I personally live in a very humble abode right now, so it's good. Bullshit. Anybody humble who says abode, I live in abode off- is not humble. <laughs> First of There's all, he the- lives off South Lamar, like right next to like rent that's probably yours and mine combined. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> he has a rooftop lounge. What the fuck? <laughs> Chill. <laughs> I have the party at TJ. <laughs> yeah. You can't you, no, no, let's not I, I have I've been put in a corner here. <laughs> and he can't talk himself out of it. And, and him being so rich makes me sad. Which Not brings rich. me which brings me to our episode of the scene countdown. Music playing in the background. It's added in post. Do that's not how our song goes, but uh, do 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 do. Bro, I'm totally gonna ask someone to make a guitar solo for us at the very least. Yeah, like a Spanish guitar. Like, can we cop the George Lopez theme song? Something that's just Lowrider. Yeah, just get some flamencos in here. Who's got a? Did you have the clams, the little clappy things? I can't. I can't simulate that with my mouth. Welcome everybody to Sync Countdown. I'm Sammy Gonzalez, and joining me to my left here on the Mexilas Podcasting Network, we have, as always, uh, TJ. I'm not rich. I have no money. Uh, now on my left is Marcus. <laughs> That was so unconvincing all the way through. My name is TJ. I have no money. I'm broke. 
People who are broke don't admit it. No, the last thing they admit. <laughs> right. Know what you say? Order wings. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you say when you're broke. Oh, my God. Uh, look, I'm getting put on a... Look, I'm good. My name is TJ, Taylor James Benazza the second, even though there's no other the second in the sir, world. Sir, sir, you drop your third ring over there? there you go. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Who's on my left? <laughs> it's your turn. My name is Marco. I'm here to pick up all the jewelry that TJ drops right. and pawn it because I'm actually broke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and on my left today, oh, it is Tommy McGrew. Oh my God! Welcome, Tommy. Like oh. I said, we killed JJ to fill your spot right there. Yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah I mean, Kept it was just warm. it was funny. just them two, them two, and then we just added another person. And then I was like, JJ didn't make the cut, so I slit his throat. Oh, so um, but yeah, oh. and that made me very Bro, sad. He's and a th- fan of this at the very least. Like, I shouldn't throw him this far under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> well, we said that if he wasn't up to snuff, we were going to murder him. So, we also said we were sending you to sensitivity training, and you're here. That is true. I, yeah, I was supposed yeah, to get canceled off my own show because I I was making jo- – uh, no, I was attempting mm-hmm. to make jokes about London being bombed, uh, uh, the eastern seaboard, including Boston, not liking them really Yeah, we're much. keeping Tommy Jesus and uh, – <laughs> You really do need that sensitivity training. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I think I said some derogatory thing. Actually, yeah, I did make some derogatory yeah, jokes. How, how many more podcasts do we have to be on before we get an HR department? Uh, I am HR. You can get all complaints oh, to me. Yeah, then I feel like you have to go through sensitivity. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's mandatory. Uh, you tell me you didn't have a 9-11 episode. No, we didn't. An episode? <laughs> <laughs> we had a 9-11 segment. Come on. Wait, it was classy, all right? Okay. It was yeah, a classy 9-11. It, it was a 9-11 short. Oh. It was a short top film. F- top five bombings of all time. <laughs> top five. <laughs> Number five, the NRA. No, but uh, Wait, what? They've never been bombed. No, but they bomb things. All right, next. So, <laughs> Marco, so we have a top. For someone who's in the military, you're not very good with your bombing knowledge. <laughs> what NRA are we talking about? The National Rifles. No, the, the IRA. I, oh, the IRA. <laughs> oh, I'm so stupid. Oh. All right, all right. We're gonna pause this podcast. Sam's gonna take a lap around the house, and we'll yeah. be right back. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> Bye. I'm very fast, and I'm back. So, Nick, no, we that. know you ain't that fast. <laughs> Yo, this is a podcast, not make believe, bitch. Come what are you on. talking about? Everything is make believe. This is a character I'm playing, and this character I'm playing is very fast. They don't know. It doesn't better. give a fuck about bombings. Does <laughs> <laughs> not give a f- school shootings. Fuck off. Bombings. That's survival of the fittest. I'm. Everyone calm down. It's called escalation. I have to explain this at work all the time so I don't get fired. It's called escalation. You okay. escalate the joke until it's absurd. Therefore, it's funny again. But if I have to explain that it's funny, it's not very funny. Do you tell these jokes at work, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. I'm kidding. I know. <laughs> he's, on, he's on the phone and he just keeps going. Just right. Keep going. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I don't say the, the bad things. The people on the phone say the bad things. Uh-huh. But uh, never had to deal with anybody. from. Actually, I did deal with somebody from the Grange. Very nice. Really? We priced him out, though, because he was very poor. So yeah, sounds, sounds about, about right. right. Sounds, sounds about, about right, right there. But today, we're not talking about being poor. At least the three of us would. Yeah. Uh, one of us doesn't have to talk about that. But today, we're talking about things... That pick us up. So our top five on the scene countdown today is our top five pick me ups. These are things, either activities, videos, uh, uh, purchases, perhaps. I don't know. Things that when we're feeling down, zero purchases, mm. when we're feeling sad, when we're feeling down and really, you know what? We can't carry on. It's a tough world out there. It's children in cages. People are being bombed and we can't make good jokes about it. People <laughs> just get sad. And so. What are those things that bring us and pick us up where we belong? And so I, I, I thought about some of those things because, uh, I don't know, TJ, you came up with this one. It was not top five anime waifus. 
Not yet. You didn't have confidence in that. It's not that. No, I said we that, totally that should have be confidence like, in that. that. That should be like a special. Like, hey, we have uh, 10,000 listens. episode. Yeah, 100th episode of <laughs> Anime waif- Waifus. There you go. Uh, but no, what, what inspired me for this topic was two simple things. Um, this week at work kind of sucked. So I was like, hey, you know what? How do I get myself feeling? Because I'm not one to get myself down. And I'm can, usually... can I st- you work? So, <laughs> <Yeah, I'm not. laughs> <laughs> 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 so he may have been birthed with the chalice, but it does not fill itself. Yes, okay. <laughs> chalice does not overflow. With in my defense, I work really, really hard. <laughs> you just throw on a fucking accent. In my defense, <laughs> no, I didn't stop. Like Jeffrey from Fresh Prince. <laughs> Look, I, my my week at work was tough. Right. And so I was like, hey, I'm not one to get myself sad. Uh-huh. Uh, and I don't feel like being frustrated. So what are some ways that get me up and make me feel better? Right. And then I also, uh, you know, Sammy had this video that he showed me one time when he was feeling a little down. I was like, you know and, what? And it made my list. So we'll bring it up in a bit. That's a great way to lead myself into a topic. And so I wanted something that was a little more personable to you this week, since we've gone through some a little more mainstream, some mainstream stuff. And 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 actually another thing to admit, good news for everybody here and for people out there. A couple of weeks ago, I put on my Instagram that I was gonna take a leap of faith in, in doing something, and I did it today after a, a preliminary uh-huh. trial, and uh, I went to therapy for the first time. Good shit was whack in my life, and and some good. things were bad for quite a while, mm-hmm. and I was like, fuck it, I need to go to therapy because my mind is all over the place. I had anxiety, my heart was racing at night for no reason and so i went to betterhelp.com not a sponsorship betterhelp.com i tried it out i used the free trial it was like too expensive for me but i used the free trial one <laughs> i did it over the phone and i was like wow i i wrote all my problems in like a four-page essay and then the lady was like yeah your life's pretty fucked up and i was like i know <laughs> and she gave me some validation she was like yeah that was a pretty fucked up situation you were in and i was like i know and i was like was it is it like actually bad and she was like yeah it was actually bad and getting that validation i was like yeah, shit was fucked up. And so that inspired me to, to make another appointment. And that appointment was like three weeks ahead of time. And it was today. And I was like, fuck it. I need to make, sh- make sure that I'm good. Right. Cause that first session did me so well. Yeah. So I took half the day off at work today and I went to therapy good. and it was like, wow, my whole world has been opened up and everything about me is wrong. And then she was like, oh yeah, all those problems that you're aware of, we'll fix those. And I'm like, Yay! <laughs> I don't have to be broken. And so I was like really excited and I am really excited. Yeah. Uh, I go back next month because she's super busy, which is a sign of a good therapist. If you have like, a therapist that's available once a week, she's probably a shitty therapist. Yeah, so uh, I'm pretty excited about it. So for those of you who are, are interested in seeking it, I definitely recommend it. If you think about trying it, betterhelp.com. We're, like I said, not a sponsor. Definitely could be though. Betterhelp. Hook it up. And then what was the other one? Talkspace that, that you hear on other podcasts that you I, I hear about Talkspace all the time. So, yeah, no sponsorships. So if these pick-me-ups don't work and you're still feeling a little down, this is actually starting to become like a PSA after all these bombing jokes. Uh, <laughs> you know, go go and find uh, the appropriate venues where, where you can't afford. My number one is a PSA, really, for the most part. And so, you know what? Um, the way we're going to do it, so we go top uh let's see i think i'm last I think so i'll TJ, go first no i think tj should start it off it's okay. his topic well then i'll go yeah. we'll go this way because i don't want to end last like i did last time yeah, so go for it uh tj it is your topic though go ahead and introduce your number five my number five is actually very simple um it's heroin a- it's black tar <laughs> heroin heroin is a downer so that can't be it man. why would you know that it is a uh <laughs> 
dare. He's a drug. He's a he's a drug dealer. <laughs> That's right. He had to know his competition, even <laughs> though he, he wasn't shelling. He's an ex drug dealer. Fair enough. Besides slinging hamsters, there's heroin tossed in there too. Right. <laughs> heroin and lizards. You had about. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go ferret. You beat me to it. That's fine. Both acceptable. Yeah. Um, mine's super simple. It's it, it might not seem like a lot, but because of you know health and working out and stuff like that i don't get to have it often and so my favorite pick me up you know um is actually just a bowl of cocoa puffs really thought he was gonna say cocaine <laughs> i thought he was gonna say sex he's like i don't oh. have it very much and i was like yeah no, oh. you, DJ, don't let's, throw yourself let's stop into the that bus let's, like let's that. stop there first of all first okay. of all you don't, don't want that life. to be a meme yeah i said yeah. you don't know my life all right uh i'm okay there right. okay. In that area uh so but, he, he said confidently he did i'm okay there and sufficient <laughs> And enough. I'm rich. Cocoa he, puffs. <laughs> bro, he lives off South Lamar. He can pick up a cougar any night at Baker Street. Wow. Oh, that's true. I just <laughs> <laughs> out there leaving traps. <laughs> like a, like a glass of a glass of wine. <laughs> just just on a table by itself. Like our first episode, waiting. he was talking about leaving pumpkin spice latte traps for the white women. Come oh. on. So just uh, leave traps? <laughs> what the hunter <laughs> over here. Hey, right. look, working harder is not working smarter, okay? Mm-hmm. Right. Use your noggin. But no, look, it might seem stupid, but, you know, really for me, uh takes me back to simpler time. Mm-hmm. I get to just crack open a ball. I used to, because for me, my birth, my birthday ritual every year is like downing an entire box of Cocoa Puffs. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, you might be asking. For, for fun fact, how many bowls is that? Uh, it's never usually like, you know the, uh, how do I put it? You know the uh, Ziploc like. Like gallon tubs, you just pour all the shit in there and just down it with milk. <laughs> oh, Jesus knock Christ. that shit back. Uh, think it's think I'm kidding. Watch me. Uh, but no, no. Um, because you know I didn't get uh, um, family didn't celebrate birthdays growing up uh-huh. or, or Christmas, and so for me, my big birthday thing was cocoa puffs. But now, like whenever I'm like having a down week or something, I'm like, you know what? Let me just crack open a box. I know that's usually my treat for some. Just not like kick back, relax, eat eat a bowl. So do you not? Touch them unless you have a bad day. Uh, usually not. I usually try. Okay. And, I usually, save it. That's your, yeah, that's your safety. Your safety no, I mean, because I, I try and avoid, um, like I try and avoid unhealthy cereals and stuff like that. Right. Uh, just because they're super addictive. He know, eats cereals. high fiber twigs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's a real cereal, by the way. Oh no, I know. It's fucking disgusting. It's really gross. <laughs> yeah. Like I usually, I mean. The uh, no, I don't go that far. The lowest I go is Honey Nut Cheerio. Have you had regular Cheerios? Them hoes suck. They're actually Ooh. terrible. They're good for you. Right. Yeah, fuck that. Heart health. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, you know what Jesus. else is good for you? Okay. Honey Nut Cheerios. It still lowers your damn cholesterol. <laughs> uh, but no, for me, it's just a bowl of Cocoa Puffs. It's my. Fa- it's one of my favorite pick-me-ups. It's been the oh, same eyes, thing. Did you see him there? Yeah. He oh, looks yeah. reminiscent like a son of a bitch. <laughs> his eyes roll back to the head. He's like, Ooh, man, man it's my. It's, it's real, it really takes me back. And, it, okay. it's, just, and it's just something relaxing and that, that I personally like to partake in. That's it. So that's your number five. That, that's a good place to start. It is a good place. So, to start. Food. Food is always comfort, right? Yeah, and I got more food on here. <laughs> <It's just> oh. <laughs> Top five oh, fat, fat foods. Eating his feelings over Pizza. here. Right. Uh, but my number five, I'm going the video route. Actually, the first two I have are the video route. And uh, a couple of you guys in here know one of them. Mm-hmm. But this one is, is a newer one that just makes me smile. Now, when it comes to being sad, I, I tend to get sad in waves. I'll either be you know, happy for a long time and then just crash and be sad for a little bit. And then I'll mm-hmm. bounce back up. So it's just like a wave coming up and down. But I'm usually aware when I'm sad. And a lot of times I can't control it. So I tend to... Because I'm in the sadness for so long, I can still make jokes about it. So this one, and the way I deal with sadness is through humor 
when people are sad. So what I'm bringing up here is my number five, the sad, sad bunny song from Arthur. Now, there was an episode of Arthur where I believe it's Garfunkel, Art Garfunkel from Simon and Garfunkel. He is narrating a version where Buster Baxter, Arthur's friend, goes away for the summer and everyone forgets him when he comes back because he went to summer camp. So they're like all doing their own thing. They have their all inside jokes and Buster's just left out. And so Buster is like sitting on the couch watching TV, just sad. And Garfunkel this whole time is just narrating this whole story. And so this part in particular is a part. Ah, shit. I got to talk over commercial. But uh, this part in particular is a breaking of the fourth wall where Buster realizes that Art Garfunkel has been singing and narrating his whole life the last few <laughs> days or so. He's a sad, sad bunny, a sad, sad bunny. TV isn't funny when you're a sad, sad bunny. Yee-haw. Hey, that's not very sad music. <laughs> He's a sad, sad bunny. A sad, 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 sad bunny. <laughs> so that part right there, when I'm sad, I'll just be like in a mood and I'll be in my head. He's a sad, sad buddy. And I just start laughing immediately because I imagine a, a, a moose Art Garfunkel in my window. Yeah. So question, is this like a meme that like came back to you in your teenage years or watching like Arthur when you were eight and it's been with you since then. Oh, it's been with me since then. That's the funny part about it is that it wasn't like, oh, I remembered it or there was like an Arthur meme about it. This episode just made me, it was always funny to me, but that part in particular, he's a sad, sad bunny, a sad, sad bunny. And it's just like, hey, that's not very sad music. And the way he just looks at the fucking, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that look right there, he's just like, Shut the fuck what the fuck up. is this? <laughs> Okay, no, sad just, song. And he just starts playing a little bit before he starts singing. It cracks me up every time. And when you can cheer me up and get me to get out of my brain, yeah. where I'm just like, okay, I shouldn't be sad because that shit cracked me up. And then it kind of snowballs where I'm feeling a little bit better the rest of the day. Right. So my number five, the sad, sad bunny song from Arthur. Tommy, what's your number five? I'm going to have to steal TJ's thunder here. I'm going to have to go. It's a food. Okay. It's Fruit Loops. It is donuts. Like we talked <laughs> about that. Oh, yeah. Before. That is my favorite, favorite thing, but I try to stay away from it. Isn't, you shouldn't eat that shit every day. <laughs> right. But it's a specific donut and it's Round Rock Donuts. Oh, I've had that those before. Fucking legit. It's amazing. It's the most amazing donut. Could you ever describe made. what a Round Rock Donut is for the people? Yes, I can. It's, it's real specific. It's orange, first and foremost. It's like an orange glaze that they put on. I think the dough they use is orange. Right. But it's. I don't know what the fuck they they must put like cocaine or something. Yeah, I've had them before. I've never tasted anything like it. They're fluffy. Yes, they're orange. They have a like a crystal glaze on top. Yes, and they're so dense and fluffy at the same time. It's really weird. And it seems like every time you order them, they came fresh out of the the fry or whatever. Well, there's like a line around the corner at that place, right? Most of the time, every day, (laughs) every single for some round rock donuts. And it cheers me up like nothing else. Really? So like so. If you're feeling sad, is it like the next day you have to go get them? No, I'll get them. Hopefully, I'm feel like if I'm feeling sad, usually I'm I'm feeling sad the whole day. So I'm like, okay. you know, like the morning's been a little rough, and, right? So by the time you know I'm off and I'm moving around, they're still open. So okay. my, my black ass is getting some round. <laughs> 
And yeah, so do you I, even I live near Round Rock at least? I, not too far. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, like fifteen minutes away. Oh damn! You go fifteen minutes to get some donuts. <laughs> oh fuck yes! Damn, bro, I would go, is... if I lived here, I would do the exact same. Jesus shit. Christ! How far do you drive for? How far do you not drive for food, dog? Yeah, no. Yeah, shit. bro, this is awesome. We're fifteen minutes from anything. We really are. Oh yeah. man, uh, most all goes ten if I'm not in the neighborhood. Dog, no You're straight up, I drive We're across even... town for what I want. <laughs> you goddamn right. You miss out on a lot of good. Dude, shit, you don't even. So time out. Sammy doesn't order food. And then he doesn't drive far. You are limiting your options. Yeah, because he has he's anti Uber Eats favor. I am too. But, See, but but yeah. you're willing to drive. This nigga's not. Oh, I'll drive. What for, you, so you eat three things uh, around around here. I don't eat much around here. It has to be around where I live. Uh, where Bro, I go to you work. You ate Subway four times this week at work. I ate me? Subway twice this week. All right. <laughs> you gotta you gotta expand your. Wait, shit, no time. Did you get a foot long? Yes. Then you ate it four times. <laughs> <laughs> I don't appreciate you judging my <laughs> lifestyle choices. I'm trying to eat fresh over here, all right? I'm trying to eat fresh. I, I mean, I was going to say I want to be like Jared. I don't no, want to be like Jared. Want, no I don't want to be like Jared. Yeah, you do, don't you? No, do you I'm know what he I'm did? Kidding. I'm kidding. Jesus Christ. Okay, I know the rich people <laughs> circles. That's okay. Fun, but, fact, uh, fun fact. Jared is so depressed in prison, he's put all the weight back on. That's just sad. There's no joke there. It's just like, man. <laughs> Nobody responded. <laughs> well, because the thing was, you know why he was so fat, right? And why and why he was eating Subway sandwiches? He owned the biggest porn collection in, in like, the tri-state area he lived in. What the hell? Yeah. The, and the reason why he went to Subway so goddamn much is because it was downstairs from him. But, yeah, he owned, like, a porn emporium in his own apartment complex. Jesus. And people would travel far and wide, That's... over 15 minutes, to get pornography. So well-known. Yes. In the neighborhood. I mean, okay. Then he became the subway guy, and everyone's like, okay, let him have his thing. But it then came out that he was a he porn was... connoisseur. Wow. Like, we know a guy named Porno Chris. Porno Chris. I was going to say, like, Porno King seems to be a very common title, like, the more I... Been around people, right? Because yeah. Porno Chris, we know a guy named Porno Chris. He's an expert. He used to have a binder that of like boobies and stuff that yeah. he had porn star sign. He'd show people at parties, like right. it was a thing to do. Can I? Can I just inquire why? Why that is that? That is a thing that you should own, or why you <laughs> a why porn you own, binder? No, why you own porn in general? You know, I it's kinda, free. I, I kind of get this the, was the nineties, man. No, no, I kind of get like the morbid curiosity of like, no, I like to own it and support the business or whatever. So maybe to an extent. But to the point that he brings it out, and you're like, "Hey, man, want to see my porn collection?" Like, it's yeah. You don't. I mean, <laughs> I support up to you. I support the business because there's ads on videos now. Therefore, right. Therefore, I'm. <laughs> hey, press this button. Do you want to touch there my boobs? <laughs> like, look, boom. There you go. Like, but no, seriously, that's a that's not a conversation topic, especially at parties. I'd be like, right. "Is that your porn collection, man?" Unless it's really weird. I don't. In think which case, is, I'd be kind of. Fu- I don't I'd think you can bring up any collection at right. a party. Well, yeah. no, you might be like, okay, look, you might be like, hey, this is my, uh, actually, you're right. <laughs> yeah. This is my BDSM one. The weirder it gets, the more creepy it gets, man. Yeah. It could be completely, like, the only thing cool at the show is like, hey, I have a car collection. That would be it. That, that's pretty legit. Right. Yeah. Toys, statues, it's a little weird. You're talking about having a nerd shelf yeah. beyond a certain age or not having a wife or girlfriend. It's it's a little it's a little yeah. on the fringe. It also depends on the type of party and things like that, you know. Right. Like, like Close, a, but but unless you're at an orgy or like a swingers party, you can't be like, here's my porno box. Even then it's a little, <laughs> it's a little <laughs> right. oh, You're there to fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> why, why would you pull out material? Well, Set mind. the mood maybe? I don't, don't know. know. I've never been to an orgy, limited... so I don't know. You've been to an orgy. No. 
Don't you don't, rich? Rich you people rich, have orgies all the time. Exactly. I'm not Some rich. Shit type shit. <laughs> yeah, he was like in Zimbabwe. They have all sorts of orgies yeah. there. That's not bro, bro. First that's of all, you wouldn't want to go to one. But no, no. <laughs> that's bro. where he does his illicit shit in I'm, Zimbabwe. I, I, yeah. I'm what you can. First of all, just to clear the air for the last goddamn time, I was raised middle class, and then now I live very middle class. That's it. So upper middle class. No lower raised. middle class. You have a foyer. You have a abode. <laughs> bro, bro, he can't go to orgies. His he can't like waste his seed like that. Like that's yeah. Like, it's he, a it's a rich lineage. You must keep pure. Yeah, it's like the the, the royal family. Exactly. Right? He's got a cousin sure. in somewhere that's just <laughs> yeah, right. that's just different enough biologically yeah. where it's not gonna be like three eyed and stuff. And this oh thing has been prearranged since they were born. That's right. a lie. That the, is a yeah. lie. Like the stars and like a pharaoh or some point yeah. that still exists. Yeah. But anyway. Your yeah, we but number donuts. Donuts. We are, uh, number five, five. Yeah. yeah, round rock donuts, round rock donuts. delicious. Yeah. I that's hate a... donuts, so that's good. What? <laughs> he don't like hot food. He don't like soup. What do you mean? He don't like hot food. He don't like donuts. Okay, time out, time out. Whoa. We love hot food. We don't like hot, hot li- liquids. Hot, hot liquids, like soup. So you yeah, don't like soup. No soups, soups are lame, dog. What the fuck is that? That's what I'm saying, Tommy. I'm glad you're here to agree with no, me but, on this weird no, shit. I don't. Uh, uh, so no. when you're sick, what do you? What are you eating some ceviche or something? What are you doing? Tuck it out. I guess the acidity would help. That, I, I mean, to I, the point. But I, drink, uh, I usually drink. Oh God, this is gonna make me sound so pretentious. I um, <laughs> like like the things before dinner. Yeah, right. I personally, drink. when I'm sick, yeah. I drink a lot of teas, and then I do eat lots of crumpets. So no, no, um. crumpets. <laughs> Bro, I had your back up until crumpets. Yeah. I was like, that's not that bad. That's tea. Oh. I thought he was going to stop at tea, too. Tea and crumpets. Tea. When, when I'm feeling a little bit under the weather, I, I bust out the tea and crumpets. Okay, look. Zimbabwe was colonized by the British back in the day. Motherfucker, you ain't British. <laughs> Motherfucker, you weren't colonized. You're born stateside. Yeah, but I was raised very Zimbabwean. Therefore, I did grow up with tea time in my household. It was after dinner, and you'd eat it with a selection of either crackers and various other breads. Bro, I don't even really get family time or tea time. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hate (laughs) y'all. Oh, my God. doesn't matter. I'll be honest. I don't know what the fuck a crumpet is. Dude, I didn't know until my housemate Don was like, oh, yeah, I got some crumpets. And Don is the whitest guy I know. Right. Don is like the most white bread man. And don't get me wrong. Don is a great man, but he is very white. He is. And he has a Dukes of Hazard trash can from when he was a child in the garage. <laughs> that's how white he is. Let me yeah. help you out real quick. So a crumpet is basically just imagine like an egg McMuffin that's been that's a little more spongier, like okay. a, like a like a like a, and then then like so then on top of that what you do is you lightly toast it, light butter, and then you have various types of syrups and jams that you can put on it. Various types. Various types. He's a, he has his own personal IHOP in his house where right. he's got the blueberry, I do the not maple, keep crumpets in my house, the strawberry. <laughs> So when you're feeling sick, where do you go get your crumpets? What do you buy crumpets? Uh, you can buy them in a lot of places. My H-E-B doesn't have crumpets. Right? <laughs> I don't think H-E-B has crumpets. I, I think, think it's too do. Texan. You can go to, like, most, like, ethnic whole stores. Like, yeah, whole, uh, a whole Foods and a Sprouts might have it, but most, like, ethnic, like, a Fiesta and, like, because uh, they have British foods there. Like, they have Heinz beans. What the fuck? And not to continue the dog file, but I'm pretty sure Michoacan doesn't have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think they do. Right. I don't think they do. <laughs> look, look. Uh, so so, so yeah. fuck your plebeian fucking donuts. I, just, I no, have crumpets. No, no yeah. the only reason I don't like donuts is because um, 
Uh, two reasons. Mm-hmm. I had them a lot during football because whenever you'd uh, that's odd. We, we no no we we had this thing where every time you got a like pancake or you knock somebody down or you sack somebody, yeah. Uh, like our coach would get you extra donuts because we had morning meetings where we'd get donuts. Okay. Um, and then number two, I just they're super sweet and they feel like a dessert item in the morning, so yeah. I just don't vibe with yeah, them. Sugar, they don't get you nah, going. I'm good. Right. I'm God good. damn it. Take okay. Well, well, you well you enjoy your crumpets while Marcos. Has his number five. So um, I don't think any of us would really be hanging out if it wasn't for a, a love for movies for the most part. Uh-huh. So uh, for me, it, like movie night was a very important thing for me because like my dad was a truck driver. So Saturday nights, it's like we couldn't do a lot because my dad's energy level was kind of whacked out because yeah. he's a truck driver. Right. So we had movie nights. So movies themselves are always kind of a pick me up. But in over time, I did find a movie that... It's like, man, today is a rough time, and I need a little bit more to, mm. like, basically, because a movie's two hours long. Right. And that movie would be Little Miss Sunshine. Whoa. That yeah. cheers you up? Yeah, because every, <laughs> it's weird, because basically, a common theme that's going to be in my pick-me-ups is, like, everything is shitty, but I'm going to make the best of it. Okay. And that's okay. what Little Miss Sunshine okay. is. It's like, really, at the end where the movie ends, it's very slice of life, but nobody gets any sort of successful resolution. Mm-hmm. But at the end of it, it's like, well, I tried the mom, the daughter, the, mm-hmm. the brother, Stephen Carell. It's right. like, we all tried our best and we didn't really succeed, but we're all together. Yeah, we're together <laughs> and we're at peace now. Right. So that's kind of why Little Miss Sunshine is up there in general. That, that's I like that. That's, yeah, it's, that's kind of like, oh man, Marcos, big old tough Marcos, Little Miss Sunshine. Bro, okay, wait till then. you see what else is on my list. <laughs> 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 number four. <laughs> So, I mean, there's really not much to add to that. That's pretty straightforward. Yeah, no, no. They're all going to be very straightforward and to the point, but they're all going to be like this whole kind of like either there's going to remind me of something or the common theme is like, well, this sucks, but I'm not sucking alone kind of there situation. You, there you go. So that's your number five. TJ, no, you're number four. It. Don't don't look at Crumpets. Me. It's not Gold crumpet. medallions <laughs> diving into a cold pool like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> You can't dive into money. It'll break your neck. Uh, but know. He tried it before. Yeah. He tried it before. <laughs> no. I wouldn't know. I My number four is the act um, and the actual occupation of cooking in general. Okay. Okay. Tommy, you're a little concerned when we set the act of. Yeah. Your eye twins. You're like, oh. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Cooking. Cooking. Cooking in general. You cook for yourself. Um, I cook for myself. I'll cook for other people. Uh, I'm not depressed a lot, so yeah. The chef, yeah. the chef usually takes his days off and That's he's what cook I figured, for himself. Yeah. So uh, no, no, I just I was an apprentice uh, patissier for a while. Um, the fuck is a patissier? It's a pastry chef, bitch. Okay, you could have so, said so. You were a pastry chef. You could have said pastry chef. Pastry chef. Apprentice too. Okay. Uh, in my undergrad, it was one of it was one of my various jobs that I that I procured. How many oh. fucking French titles do you have, man? Uh, Foyer. Fucking Panettiere, whatever the fuck it is. I don't think Foyer is a title he has. It's not a title I had. It is a uh, it is an area in a home, but that's fine. That's how much I don't know about the rich and lavish lifestyle you lead. I don't, but I did learn. But I I love I I love the act of co- it's a like it's it's great to like turn your mind not turn your mind off because it requires a lot of coordination. Mm-hmm. But um, it it just helps you kind of be like, hey, you know what? I'm making something good. I'm gonna put a smile on at the very least my face. But being able to cook for um, you know, if you're cooking for somebody else or you're cooking for other people, it really does help out. And so you know, like this week, you know, I had um, I made a chocolate mousse, which was dope. Um, mm-hmm. 
And then, uh, but I bake a lot, like I bake and cook a lot. Um, a lot of the times it's not anything to write home about because I have to meal prep. So it's like chicken and broccoli. But whenever I do get to go the extra mile and when I am filling down, that's when I can actually like put on. You do like soufflés. Right. He puts on some music. It's like a scene from Chef Um, where he's like (laughs) slicing the garlic ever so gently. Yeah. No, like, I mean, because like you can, you, you really like. What I love about cooking and what helps me take my mind off it is that everything's like so coordinated in particular, and especially when it comes to baking. And measured. And measured. And and especially when it comes to baking where different temperatures actually affect the flavor. Like if you're making a croque bouge or something like that, you actually are able to. I don't know. (laughs) Moulin Rouge, that was a good movie too, but. uh, Or you're making a flan. You know, you're doing a lot of different things. Okay, now I know what flan is. Okay. Some people people can cook and they can't bake and vice versa. No, I can't bake for shit because um, it's funny that you're like, oh yeah, I like measuring everything. And mine was like, carrots. Yeah, right. When you just, when in a skillet, you just throw that shit in there. Right. No, see, like, I, I was, um, I was, I was more in the camp of, uh, cooking before baking. And mm-hmm. then I was forced to learn how to bake because they were paying me. And so, right. like, like, when you're thrown in there, you learn that the artistry helps out so much and it can actually apply to your cooking. And yeah. so, like, I did do a, like, I, cause I did make, you know, uh, full on, uh, steak and, uh, actually, a multi, multi, not the point. I did make um, I made steak a four course meal. Yeah, it was gonna be some fancy shit that we for the fit of. for the queen. <laughs> no, it, it, it was it was um it wasn't a fancy meal. It was just because uh, when it comes to steak, it's more of the cut of the meat versus the actual. I, I got a question. Too. Have you ever made hamburger helper? Yes, I do. I like hamburger helper. Do you really? I see. I can't. You eat. see the way he said that though. <laughs> hamburger helper. You believe that really? <laughs> I'm down with the streets. I, 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 <laughs> I like the because uh, it was something that I never really had growing up. Of course not, because you were not. <laughs> now, now, Tommy, let's sidebar real quick. Yeah. I was the youngest of four. Right. My dad was gone uh, working. You know, during the day, my mom would have to cook for for at one point six of uh, five of us. Yeah. Six total. A lot of hamburger helper in our family. Oh, yeah. No, my mom was a she was a working. Both of my parents worked. Right. My mom worked at a grocery store, and so she didn't come home till like eight. Right. Hamburger Helper was Two like, pounds beef, two packets of Hamburger Helper, that's boom, enough for, for six people so, in yeah. our family. So funny enough, I don't really think TJ is rich, but I, I did date someone that was rich. Like, her dad was the VP of British Petroleum, like, rich. You did? What yes. Oh, shit. Oh, her, her dad? Her dad was the oh, VP of British... Of Brit- uh, okay, I have a st- story with that, but that's cool. Okay. He knows... That man individual. We are Eskimo brothers. No, no, no. No, fuck that bitch too. Are you talking about Edgar? (laughs) (laughs) Edgar's daughter, right? She was a TLDR, my my uncle was the uh, VP of British Tobacco. And so there was actually a lot of internet. Not the point. We tried to help you out. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Anyway, just going back before we lost track, I introduced her to spam. She had never seen or looked at spam. Why did you do that to her? Spam is delicious. That's why. (laughs) Spam can be used in many different ways. I just craved spam one day. And she was like, What are you like? What's coming out of that can? And I was like, Spam? You never even heard of it, really. Right. Spam is so good. That's still a guilty pleasure of mine. Like right. the, I mean, bro, I might have not had spam since then, but, <laughs> but I, that's still my favorite I, story. I, I, I will spam. say this though about dessert making. So I never got into desserts because my sister did that. She's like the champion of that. But I didn't even realize that in baking, like if you make a cookie with hot melted butter versus cold butter, there's different outcomes and yes. shit. Yeah, there's different Sh- different amount of sugar, too much sugar, too little, too much flour, the too little. The type of sugar, if you're using brown sugar, sugar, white sugar, uh, brown sugar, if molasses. you sift it or not. If like, you use a whisker versus a spoon. Because oh, yeah. des- desserts are impacted a lot by uh, texture as well mm-hmm. and the distribution of the different – I mean, it, it really is – It's baking is, is 
like really, I mean, cooking in general like a is science. a science, yeah. Yeah. but baking is so much. I I, I don't want to say in more, depth. but it's it's so in depth in terms yeah. of heat variation. When you're supposed to like timing is a big thing. Right. When the flavors hit you differently, what type of chocolates that you're using? Do you want to accent the actual fruit notes in the chocolate? Do you want to bring out the yeah. different milk tones? There's a lot of right. layers to it. You have some hot milk and you put some eggs in it. You got scrambled eggs in your cookies. It's not very good. Yeah, yeah like literally, right. like because to like for the chocolate mousse, you have to um, you have to make a custard, mm-hmm. and so you have to actually slowly put in hot cream. But there's a you have to keep it at a, it's very erotic. You have to make sure that you don't let it um, that you don't let it go above 160 without actually constantly whisking and stirring because it does beca- create scramble and it oh, can become eggs and things like right. that. I'm not doing that shit. Right? Yeah, you can. But the outcome is fan fucking. It ain't worth it. Right? Oh no, it's definitely worth it. Have you had his souffle? Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. You know, next time now you got to make a souffle. Family. Cook us some fancy shit. Right. I will cook not eat taco. Bread. Get us some fucking crumpets. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all that shit. with the various jams and syrups. Sam, your roommate's buying you crumpets. I didn't actually never. I never. He had a big old packet of them. I never ate them because I'm like I'm afraid to try new things. No, no. But, like you just literally. <laughs> you don't. You don't. You remember where you came from, right? Sam. Okay. You know you got that right, streets. Tommy. Yeah, You're right. Like God damn it. You, We're, you're getting choked out by people. Yeah. I, I got a chip on my shoulder like I'm on five foot two for my dad. <laughs> you're over here eating crumpets and having tea time with your family. I'll end off by saying that if you would like to eat crumpets, I'd highly recommend a slight toast with a little bit of butter <laughs> and highly, I appreciate apricot jam. Of course you do. <laughs> well, I can appreciate apricot jam yeah. because they make them in Fresno, so... Fair Af- enough. Apricot jam is very good. I'm very oh, bougie when it comes to fruits. That. I'm sticking to old school Concord grape. <laughs> Concord? No. Not, not even jam. <laughs> Jelly. Jelly. No, and look at the way he's looking at me. How dare you ruin the crumpets. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> no, so, so far, TJ is mad at Spam and Grape Jelly. <laughs> and <laughs> soup. <laughs> and look, soup. There's just... <sighs> See, I'm just going to put Jello on top of my crumpet. Just... <laughs> Spread jello. Just, just stare at them the whole time. You do it. There's few things that disgust me more than grape jelly. It's jello. It's so artificial. If you want, all right. Enough of your predominance. Your predominance. We'll get back. Prejudice. I'm, sure, I'm, and, and, I'm sure his list is filled. No, it's it's not. I I I, I was when, raised on these streets. Number three, number three. Charcuterie board. Yeah, oh, there you go. What? Do you know what a charcuterie board is? No, I don't know what the what? fuck a charcuterie. We went to when we went to um. When we went to Fogo de Chao, they had a charcuterie board with very deli, their various deli meats on a piece of wood. That's all it is. That's but, all, yeah, it's but, just... but it's like fancy cheeses and meats, but it's called charcuterie. I got it. It's a lunchable for rich people. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> this is what it is. There you go. But that's not my number four. My number four is actually pretty quick, too. Uh, this one's actually going to make me seem uh, super rich and fancy. But but then again, I, I simulated that life for a little bit. Uh, obviously, you guys know, for those listening out there who don't know, I went to school at UC Santa Barbara. So yeah. I'm going to go ahead and look up the campus here real quick to give these guys a visual. Not you people out there listening. But, uh, of course, Tommy in here. UC Santa Barbara. It, it's, dude, it's auto-filling. That's it's fine. A, it's a very high-tier school. So, uh, yeah, it, it beats out uh, UT and most uh, rankings and things of that sort. I don't want maps. I want images. It, it blew my mind, too. I, I knew Really? That. Yeah. It's, so, actually, it's so, actually super high. Oh, he wasn't high. joking. He was no, serious. It's actually super high on a bunch of lists. I was oh, so wow. confused. So the thing about UC Santa Barbara is uh, it's right called You Can Study Buzzed. That's what we do it because we're a party school. But... We're oh, we're the top three in the UC system. It's Berkeley, mm-hmm. UCLA, and then us. We're like the shitty little brother. You're better than USC. 
Uh, no, USC is a private school. We're talking about public. So USC is going to be better than us on those things. But as you guys can see here. So that's the way that the campus is legitimately. So, so I'm, so, like so I'm, island. so go ahead and, and Google it for you folks there. How but did you afford to go here? Bro, this student is, oh, loans shit. are a real thing. Bow. This is the futuristic base from Starship Troopers. Bro. It used it to be a former Navy, uh, Navy base. <laughs> so it got converted in the sixties to a university. I'm just going to kind of show some maps. So there's a lagoon here that smells like piss, but that's fine. Uh, right here. And right here are dorms. So you had a, a dorm right there on the lagoon, and you're about a four minute walk from any position from the beach. So, and then, and then most of the college kids, almost the entire population's in a square mile, just partying and having sex and drugs and booze. It was amazing. And then you're on this beach. This is on Campus Own Beach. Here's the uh, marine department. Film studies around right here is where I was Can at. Can I ask a really random question? This map has already inspired? Yeah. Uh, how many college students drown every semester? Um, uh, less drowning, more falling off of balconies getting drunk. That happens about once a year. Or a student will be so drunk they'll fall off a balcony partying on the beach. Or but they'll they fall live, off. live, right? Huh? No, they die. No, like some kid will Just get so too you know, drunk. Sammy, that happens at Texas Tech and we live, bitch. That right there. <laughs> so so let me put it in perspective. Their beachfront properties, that's a twelve foot cliff off top of a second story thing. Yeah, bro, they're falling off the third story. To concrete. <laughs> you key kids are that's, be kids are that's tough because too, they're not blacked out. These people are then throwing oh, up on their own vomit. Have you been to Texas Tech? I, I haven't. Okay. <laughs> all they have to do there is drink. That's literally all they have to do. Well, here's the thing. Well, we have the good weather, and I'm going to look up Halloween. Uh, it's going to be all fucked up. But, uh, yeah, this is what a normal Halloween would look like. Let me get a better picture right there. It's some Project X shit right there. Why did you leave? That's the problem. You should be like Van Wilder in this fucking place. I was there for seven I years. I still be there. I was there for seven years. I'm 33. <laughs> I'm not graduated yet. Right. It's just, but it's so crazy. But that's not the fun of it, though. I'm just showing pictures of Halloween. Yeah. That's uh, that's Deltopia. That was another one when they shut down the beach because we caused $100,000 in damages and did about 10 years of damage to the ocean by pissing in it over a day. Point is, that's not the point. The point is, my number four is beach time. So it's mostly looking over the cliff. If you guys, I'm going back to the, to the thing there. There's obviously a lot of cliffs here at UC Santa Barbara. And when I was feeling overwhelmed, when I was feeling all sorts of sad, I would just find the nearest cliff and just look at the ocean. And it was just one of the most calming fucking things in the history of the world. The 90210 vibe would like play in the background. California. It's <laughs> just all that music in the background. And and what would happen though is on the if you look outwards towards the ocean, there's oil rigs. And you wouldn't think that'd be very pretty, but they light them up very beautifully. So it's like you look out in the ocean. The excess fumes being lit on fire. No, no it's not, it's not fire, but but more so they the oil rigs look like fucking Disneyland castles. Because they're like kind of like staggered and they're beautiful and they're bright and they're very shiny. And when you're drunk, you're looking at the moon, you're looking at this fucking oil rig castle. It's like two Life in the morning. Yeah. It's calm, it's quiet, people are going home, people are uh done having sex and drunken parties and stuff, and everyone's kind of silent, and you're sitting in that confusion and silence, and you're just like and you hear that ocean crashing and it's just calm and people are fucking done partying and they're blacking out and they're asleep and they're they're overdosing and doing all that shit and the calm the calm is hit and just those moments during either at night or during the day it's just the most peaceful thing for me and so anytime i was feeling a little rough i'd either any time of the day i would just go out and just look out in the ocean and just look at the island out there so because it's a 
Isla Vista, Isla Vista Island View is the name of it. So there's islands out there, and, and it, it pretty much looks like that every day. You know, sunshine or cloudy, it's just beautiful as all shit. So that's my number four, just looking over the ocean on a cliff. Tommy, okay. what's your number four? My number four is a whole lot simpler than that shit. That, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, mine is uh, it's a little close to Marcos. It's, uh, I just watch Always Sunny. I literally oh. put that shit on a loop, and I will watch it all day. Is it because you're like, well, bad. my life is not as bad as these it, yokels? A little bit of that, but no, it just it, it's the one thing that is guaranteed to make me laugh, no really? matter what. Well, then what would be your favorite episode or your favorite, at least moment, or thing that always is like, Oh, my favorite hooks episode, you. hands down, is uh, when they get addicted to crack. <laughs> That's my favorite episode. Well, keep talking about it, because I, I only saw like the memes about that one. Yeah, no, it, it literally is just... I mean, these people are the most awful people in the world. And so... <laughs> you almost looked up Sad Sad Bunny, always addicted to crack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's the face. <laughs> Just Art Garfunkel. <laughs> He's addicted to crack. So is, no, this, this, is this the episode, that's though? That's the episode. And I, and the episode really sums up the show, like, completely. Because the whole premise of this episode is those two, Dennis and Dee, who are brother and sister... Get addicted to crack to get on welfare so they don't have to work anymore. <laughs> That's it. And so this is the part that the meme that I saw. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did you get addicted to crack? Did somebody get addicted to crack? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's just I love so, it. And that show and the thing was is that my brother clued me in on that show because I would watch it and I'm like, this show fucking sucks. I don't like this show. It's really annoying. These people are terrible. I don't like them. And then my brother goes, grabs me by the shoulders and goes. That's the point. That's the, that's and I was the like, point. oh, it makes sense now. <laughs> this is hilarious. And so the few episodes I watched, like, it became wrestlers at one point. Yeah. Um, I Guy see, gets hit with a trash head, gets a <laughs> jugular <laughs> puncture. Uh, yeah. There's uh, uh, boat rape implications in yes. one episode. Yeah. Uh, awful, awful people. Oh, you've, you've never, not seen you're it? You're not familiar with the show? Because of the implication. It's the other implication. Right. The implication is essentially as you take it's, a girl on a boat, yeah. you're out there long enough. She kind of, you know, she kind of has no choice, but uh, that's the because of the implication. Yeah. <laughs> TJ's like, are, I know that life. TJ's like, oh, but that's a family yacht. Happens plenty of times. Lots of implication there. I was waiting to see who was going to make that joke. I like, I, I was going to be I, I mean, May. I mean, I guess you're not wrong. Like, and, and no woman is forced into anything. Of course not. However, you if I take you on a boat. Bro, you took a girl on a boat recently. You told me you were like, oh, no, 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 I almost did. No, we actually didn't. No, no, because we didn't do the boat thing. Okay. Uh, yeah, he was, he was like, man, I like this girl a lot, man. I'm really into her. Yeah, she's really cool. I'm going to rent a boat for like four hours and take her out on there. And I was like. <laughs> it's not as expensive as you think. It really isn't, but still, it's nah, about bro, $200. Friend, uh, yeah, more than I would want to spend. More than I would want to spend. How long have you known her? Uh, the first, this is a while what ago. What date was it? Like, was his first date? No, it wasn't. It, it was a while in. Okay, y'all, it was good. He was putting in work, and he needed to seal the deal. He needed something flashy, like that a will fucking si- boat that will put the nail in the coffin. Right. Bro, you know, a steak dinner does the same thing, and you get a steak out of it. Right? We didn't do the boat thing. Yeah. Okay, he was gonna have steaks on the boat. He was double dipping, man. Oh, oh, he was really trying. To oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> White girl with a fat ass. He's just like, I have to do it. I have to do it. Uh, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> he showed me, he, he showed me the picture, and I was like, 
Boat. Yeah. Boat is necessary. Yeah, yeah, do the boat. Tommy just went from judging you to be his... No. Yeah. Get it. So, only common ground we've had this entire <laughs> <laughs> Big booty white girls. <laughs> like, y'all, y'all, oh. y'all killing me today. All right. But, but that is always sunny. You're... No, I've heard, it, I've heard it's a fantastic show. It, it, they're on like the 14th season. Like, it's, I really it's wanted to carve ended. out time to like watch it. Yeah, yeah, you should. You should. You really what, should. It'll what, take a while, but yeah. Which season would you... Re- like? No, I mean, I'm going to start from number season one, but which one would no, you like? No, don't. Really? You don't have to start at season one. Start at season two if you start. Because season one doesn't have Danny DeVito. It's kind of, season one, they're still trying to find out what this show is. Like, they don't, they haven't really gotten their footing yet. By season two, they figure out it's Bro, just about the worst lot. people ever. Skip season one. Yeah. Of yeah. Whatever show. Yeah, like, really, of most shows, you can I, skip season one. Even how, I, I, my, I mean, the shows I keep up with the most were like How I Met Your Mother, stuff like that. And you oh. can just skip season one, How I Met Your Mother. You can. You can. Oh, yeah, you can. You can. <laughs> but that's <laughs> your number four. Always yeah. sunny in yes. Philadelphia. Marcos, what's your number four? Uh, my number four is actually a bit of nostalgia for the most part. On a two-part front. Uh, on one part front, it's just movie-related for okay. the most part. Again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, this movie came out, I think, when I was 20. And okay. uh, the characters are in their 40s. And then it's like, uh, fuck this. I'm pissed off. I'm going to do... Go ride go karts. That was that's my number four in general. Go karts. Okay, so, what movie so, are you talking about? Clerks two. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember that. So right. it's kind of a self fulfilling prophecy because I saw that movie when I was twenty, uh-huh. and now it does actually make me feel better as a thirty year old, like to go ride go karts for the most part. Have you been lately? I haven't. Well, I haven't been that upset in a while, but I did do it. In my <laughs> late I did do it in my late twenties, where it's like I'm upset. I'm going to go ride go-karts. It costs like $10. You're like Jesse Pinkman in that Breaking Bad scene, just like crying. <laughs> 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 never saw Breaking Bad. Uh, oh, what? Yeah. That's one of the things it. I can say, fuck you for not seeing, because everyone tells me that, because I don't watch shit. And, <laughs> and you need to watch Breaking Bad, and I'm like, sort of exhorted, excited for El Camino, the yeah. new uh, spinoff movie, but... Yeah, so, go-karts. Yeah, so go-karts remind me of Clerks 2, the movie, for, in a sense. It's just, like, the relief that you get from that scene. And as well, it's just, like, it does actually... The theory in Clerks 2 is, like, just reminds me of a time in my life when you were riding go-karts and you were 17, and the whole world was in front of you. And now the world has kind of passed you by a little bit. Right. So, I mean, the thing is, though, is I've been go-karting at the place that you can go in Austin. I'm too big for the go-karts, for sure. Not only by height, but by size. Like, the straps fit the seatbelt, but my legs are so long yeah. that, like, I can't I w- I hit the gas and the brake. Like, probably in my late 20s when I was upset right now. We're watching the scene from Breaking Bad. He just tears in his eyes by yeah. himself in a world. Just, <laughs> just <laughs> leading into shit. I want to know in relation where this is the clerks though. Like, which one did that scene first? Uh, I don't know. Probably clerks. Probably clerks. Yeah, I would say. Clerks but um. But yeah. No, he's like. I think he lost That's everything great. at this point. But yeah, that was Marcos right there. Just <laughs> for the, for look the up. First uh, time, yeah. <laughs> look up Jesse Pinkman go karts, and yeah. uh, you'll see Marcos just in the flesh there. But that, like you said, yours. I feel bad for leaving you out a lot of times. But that's very simple. There's not much. It's like go karts, but no, I yeah, do want to go to Japan and do those like Mario Kart go karts, like in the streets. That was here in Austin. That, that was here in Austin too. That was a UT team. That, uh, UT school did it. Not yet. Not Santa Barbara, by the way. We have fucking frisbee <laughs> golf. All right, you leave us alone. <laughs> every every college real, has frisbee thing. golf. So like the school itself has a. We have a, like a course that goes through our entire campus. Bro, I graduated oh, like crazy. two or three years ago. They have fucking that Hogwarts thing. Like oh, they, Quidditch? Yeah, they have yeah, Quidditch we, now. They, we have they, a Quidditch team too, yeah. What the 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's literally, it's literally people that are athletic but kind of nerdy, but they're like, I I can't compete at rugby or like lacrosse, what? so we're gonna fucking invent Quidditch but as a real thing. Quidditch required flying brooms. So, <laughs> so how so, do you substitute? So, so they put a broom they, between. A fucking ball you get that flies. You so. get really high. And everything just plays out itself. You put a broomstick in between your legs so, and you just kind of scoot, scoot around. It, it's a real seriously. thing. Yes. I'm a, a, keep talking, TJ, <laughs> and I'm going to show him Quidditch while you oh, set up no. your number four. No, number three. Number, number three. three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mine, I actually have to pay attention to this. <laughs> I, was, I was like, college, college Quidditch is, is All right. Wild. Here's uh, UCLA Quidditch. What in the hell? Please mute the- we don't need to hear no, it. No, you need to hear it. In the famous, uh, Please. Book. The beater's job is to hit the chasers with the bludgers, which makes... Why to have the, the broom? Of- <laughs> What's the purpose? The keepers are goalies. The seeker's job is to catch the snitch, and the seekers have to get the tennis ball without actually touching the snitch runner. The seekers have to go look for me out on campus. And what am I? You're a nerd. Not a lot of time. <laughs> so the loser. The, so the snitch is a guy with a ball attached to a belt on his junk. So instead of a golden ball with wings, it's, it is a, it's, a, it's this kid with a ball attached to his ball. And I hate to say it, but it is an Asian man. So there's a lot of implication golden and the color. Oh. I recognize the implication Ooh. here. There's, I'm just saying that they're chasing a guy in a, a yellow man in a yellow shirt with a golden snitch on his junk. We need to we need to make like for next episode a shame mask, and every time <laughs> every time Sammy says something crazy, put on the shame mask. You can take it off and fight. I'm minutes. just saying these guys. Look, so, there, there's it's all white people, and the one yes. guy they have him in a yellow shirt. That okay. is kind of fucked. That's up. pretty fucked up. It is UCLA. So. We have, so is this like dodgeball? No, because they have what to. What is happening? What the, am I you, watching? You have here? to forward the quaffle and you put the you, goddamn broom away. There's <laughs> no point in the broom. Yeah, they're, they're legit, man. They got logos and shit. Motherfuckers wear the headband. Right. Like he's sweating doing this, this shit. This is collegiate Sammy. level co, co, uh, what is it called? Oh co ed sports. Why? Because, like I said, this kid is not athletic enough to play lacrosse. That's why. Definitely not. Because it's like a tier. It's like football, then rugby. I'm not saying that rugby people aren't as athletic as football players. Those those are crazy motherfuckers. They're athletic, yeah. They're athletic, but they're crazy athletic. They're not on the level of hockey players. Right. It's a different level of athleticism. But it is athletic. But it's a little crazier. It's not as shiny as a football player. Right. Bro, he's athletic enough to take up. Like, he already has the broom. Go do curling. He can be in the Olympics. Right. That's the thing. So he's athletic enough to do something. That's a real sport. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you're doing some make believe. Shit right now, <laughs> right? No, there's no official. You're offending leagues. a lot of Quidditch players out there, right? Me? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is something that kids do after they see Harry Potter. Like right. if an eight year old, you know, oh, I'm gonna play Quidditch with my nine year old cousin or some shit like that. Right? These are adults. These right? Are young adults. These are young adults. This is the Who UCLA. This? UCLA is a higher ranked school than my school. Yeah, and they're not a Quidditch they got a team. Quidditch league. And they take that. They were tackling each other and shit. They were taking it very seriously. That, yes, they were. And so that's uh, that's not that's not any of our number fours. But how do we uh, even get on Quidditch? Uh, the, uh, it was something about a lack of athleticism. <laughs> okay. But uh, TJ, you're number three now. Go for it. Uh, my number three. Yeah. I'm gonna go along the lines of you, Mr. McGrew. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, you know, there's two TV shows, and this is particularly like if I'm feeling down about like. Uh-huh. Uh, dating problems or like women problems, you know, because yeah. that can catch you at any time. Yeah. 
And so, you know, there's two shows that make me laugh and die. And so uh, my number three is kind of a bit of a tie, a little bit cheating. But it's either I'm watching Man Seeking Woman, which I think good the first, Damn. Very good first two seasons are fantastic. Yeah. I think third season good. It's just different. Um, and then also The Dating Guy. So they're both really funny. Don't know about that show. I've never heard, like, no, I've never heard of it. So The Dating Guy is actually an animated show um, that primarily uh, shows in Canada, that used to show in Canada. Um, I don't know. It's really stupid, uh, but it's funny, and they go through problems. And you it's know, called the dating show. Like you know how no, you, dating guy, uh, dating da- guy. You know how you okay? So you know how Man's Good Woman is takes the most unrealistic, uh, like visuals and, and visions yeah. to make it For so relatable. Things, yeah. but makes it so relatable. The dating guy is so unrealistic, and it's it just okay with being unrealistic. Okay, uh-huh. and so it's an animated show. It's pretty stupid, but it's also funny. Let's see with grain. There's TJ right there. <laughs> Zero. Yeah. But this is a lot to like go into. There's a lot of setup to this one, especially. Okay. Well, I don't know. I just clicked on something here, but okay. This looks so, like an Enterprise commercial or some shit like that. <laughs> right. They pump into me. Like an insurance commercial. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Oh, no. I got an ass full of VJ. Finally. Attention, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I said there's a lot. <laughs> no, look, I know. I know. That, I'm not judging on that. That was just a very weird clip to, yeah. to land on. I will what? admit. There's a lot of there's a lot of setup to that episode. But it but it is um like, you know, they have, an, they have like they have an episode where, you know, somebody's dating a porn star who's celibate. Um, <laughs> what? And she's like. I already like that. Person. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And, and 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 so it just goes through but but the reason why is just that each of them i i, I like one because managing woman is so relatable mm-hmm. it like it's I've ne- I tell people all the time if you want to watch the most relatable show to dating, Mansing Woman is one of them. Yeah, and relatable and creative and creative, yeah. Because they take the most obscene things, and then by the end of it, you're like, "Well, damn it, I, I understand exactly you're right. what you're yeah. going through." Like my favorite episode will always be. Uh, I think it's actually the uh, Woman Seeking Man one from season two, where Eric Andre is just dodging the question of like, "What are we?" Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, and, oh, I think I did see that. Yeah, yeah. And, he's like, and he's like. <laughs> and vanishes. That's like that's. I, I don't. I don't die more at an episode than that one. Damn. And then like you know. But then then with the dating guy, I'm like, hey, you know what? I just want some stupid shit. Yeah. That's like going on about like just you know there are scenarios that you might be in, but you know there's. But they just they go through outrageous lengths, right? Just yeah. for it, it dating takes it, yeah, it takes it to a level where it's so comedic that your shit just seems kind of normal and dry yeah. at that point. And so I get to well, laugh from both angles. That's but good. I do. I, I highly recommend. If you haven't seen Man's Woman, I highly, highly recommend it. If you haven't that's seen the well. dating guy, yeah. start with. It's one of those things that you have to start with episode one to mentally prep yourself because it does get to crazy, crazy. That's crazy. So that's your number three. Yeah. All right, my number three. I, I had it here, and it's already on red, as in like. For YouTube, it's, I've shit. already watched this yeah. shit. And, and there's a story behind it, and it's very specific to me, but um, I'm setting it up. So my first girlfriend uh, I had after college, uh, she she I was so in love with her. It was young love, and I was like, oh, I'm never going to love anybody else again. I remember and, two years ago. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> no, this was like 20. Shut the fuck up. This was like 2014. And uh, and uh, so I was like, I'm never gonna love again. This Fun is fact, real. It's only five years ago. It's only five years ago. I I never admitted. I never said that I wasn't a dumb man. But um, the idea was, 
I was so sad when we broke up. And I broke up with her because she was ungrateful and I was like feeling bad. But I was just like, baby, come back. You can blame it all on me. But I was just so miserable for so long. Which one? Just time out. (laughs) (laughs) There's a common theme that Tommy's going to fuck up. My number three is also relationship related. Is it? (laughs) (laughs) So so this one in particular, I was working at a hardware store and I was on an early shift and I was feeling like shit. And I, I, I was so Most feeling, like you would if you were working at any hardware store. Right, exactly. And, and I was feeling like shit. I was heartbroken. And I was just so miserable. And and this video that I'm about to bring up is a running gag between me and my cousin at this point. And it's hit legendary status because of this moment. So I text him like, hey, man, I'm just not feeling good. I'm not up to it, whatever. And I'm just complaining to him via text. And and then he gets back to me. And this is right as I'm walking into my shift. And he goes, and, and I'll, it'll reference it here. He goes, well, maybe you should get into male modeling or maybe high finance. And I laugh out loud as I enter the break room and I'm just like, <laughs> and I'm dying. And I, and I, and I, from that moment started healing after the breakup because it made me laugh. My number five or number three, I should say, uh, if you remember that strong, bad email episode crying. So the premise of the episode is strong, bad. Do you know what strong, bad emails are? Have you ever watched no. these? I don't know. What it is you either. guys don't know what these are. You know, because I've I explained it. it to you. So for those of you who don't know, strong, bad emails were early flash videos. It's actually the longest running animated show on the internet, even older than red versus blue. Oh. So the, the premise was people email him. They animated the answer. Uh, they take the email, animate the answer, and then just explain it. So this character, strong, bad, Got an email saying, have you ever made Homestar, one of the main characters, cry? And he explains that I can make pretty much anybody cry with a particular drawing. And the drawing itself is pretty funny. But what it does to people is even more so. Just by showing them this drawing I invented of a one-legged puppy named Little Brother. I mean, it cracks me up. But uh, Homestar just falls apart when he sees him. I like so. Yeah, you stay over there. Hey, Homestar, I've got something for you. Thanks, Strongbad. What is it? 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 It's just this drawing I made. Oh, no. Don't do it. You know the storm that will unleash. No, I think you'll like it. Strongbad, no. I can't handle it. Ta-da! Yo! This is as dumb as we love the subs. Oh, yeah. That little guy. Oh. (laughs) He's got the heart of a champion. You're gonna make it, little brother. You just keep scraping along. Oh, <laughs> little boy, and then, I, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> I, I'm thinking of getting into male modeling. Or maybe high finance. I just don't know. I'm going to be all right, Homestar. I can make it on my own. <laughs> so that's how the episode just plays out where he's just crying the whole time. <laughs> so when I'm feeling the most down, I imagine myself rolling on the ground like Homestar right there. Just, ah, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing with my life. And that monologue just goes through my head. And I just crack up because I imagine this guy holding a, a picture of a one-legged puppy like, I'm going to throw for 2,000 yards. That's what he says at the end of the episode. And he just goes up to people and it's just making them cry. And so anytime I'm sad, I'm like, maybe I should get into male modeling. <laughs> and every fucking time I'm feeling down, this shit just picks me up. I'm back to 100%. 
instantly. Right. Not with not only with this, but with my cousin. That one moment where he said it to me, and I just broke down and laughter the first time in like like a month and a half after that breakup. So my number three, strong bad email one oh nine, crying and little brother, the one legged puppy. <laughs> Tommy, what's your number three? Oh man, I'm gonna show my age a little bit on this one. Okay. Uh it's just nostalgia. Okay. Oh, just generally. Specifically. Yeah, it's it's a little general, but two things in particular okay. that I do. And one's a little odd, one's kinda common. The kind of common one is I just listen to old music from, you know. Okay. From the 90s. Or... I'm not going to play any because we've got copyrighted stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will <laughs> get full. <laughs> so uh, I'll leave that out. But like, what's like a song that always is like, bam, I'm back? Oh, God. That's a good cr- crisscross jump jump. Really? Yeah. Crisscross will make a jump. <laughs> I just finished it before I could even oh, start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's one, wiggity, that wiggity, 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 whack. Yeah. I am going to say that's a hilarious. Like, you, Tommy, you're fired. Crisscross make you jump, jump. <laughs> no, no facial expression, just me. Just jump, jump. <laughs> That's the saddest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy Mac will make you. Crisscross will make you. It's Mac Daddy and Daddy just Mac, right? My clothes backwards and <laughs> just, out. Peace, yeah. I'm out of here. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> now, now we, now we combine that with my number four, and it's like listening to that while we're driving a go kart. <laughs> Chris Cross will be doop, doop. <laughs> but but yeah. so old music, and old he said music, there's something else. And it takes me back to kind of a simpler time. And the kind of odd one that I do, and I do it often, I do it on YouTube old commercials. Oh, you would have been good for our last episode. We did our top five commercials really? last week. Uh, we old, had like re- sp- and look, specifically with old commercials, though. Old Saturday morning commercials. Ooh. Yeah, we had a lot of those on there. What would really? be one, one that you liked? Oh, fuck, man. Crossfire! You got, got it! Right. Got it. <laughs> yes! That, yes, was, his, that is a classic. Yeah, like, uh, so, like yours was like Reese's Puff cereal because it was just black children I rapping. I like that that was the title card for the episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so check it, Tommy. Fun fact. Did you yeah. know that all Reese's Puff cereals commercials are catered towards black children? I did not know that. I'm just going to show the thumbnails. Who I'm discovered not gonna... this? He did apparently. Really? There were, it's on my top because it's just it's literally catered to just all black children. So I'm gonna what look the up Reese. <laughs> I'm gonna look up Reese's Puff cereal commercial, just individual. Hip hop. I, I uh, can just see uh, it. Just Letterman the... jacket. Hip hop. Cartoon. What about Macklemore over there? Uh, uh, some see. this seems hip hoppy. Hip hop. High top fade. Uh, I'm about to see a high top. Uh, uh, That's the DJ one. DJs. Uh, okay, so no, that was before they got cool. Okay, but yeah, <laughs> so all of them, yeah, all of them are hip hop based. <laughs> Education Connection commercial. That was another one of TJ's. Um, his was also the uh, was it the Merritt College or what is it called? Yeah, Everest, was a good Everest one College. Too. That's Everest what it was. Yeah. Everest College. Uh, yeah, so we we already went over that episode. Tommy, okay. go listen to the last week. But, uh, but yeah, no, like, what well, yeah. like one of yours? You say, well, uh, not just Crossfire, but like, oh fuck, man, that's at least oh, one Fruit by the Foot. Fruit by the foot. Fruit by the foot. Is there a specific what, one? You know what? Squash fruit by the foot. Uh-huh. The gushes where the heads turn oh, on the fucking fruit. Oh, my God. That shit was creepy me out. as fuck. Yeah, let me see if it's I can find It's a horror movie that. in 30 seconds. Have you basically. had gushers in any recent time? Yes, they I had them during training. Do they still make her? Yeah. Oh. They still do, and they're not good. <laughs> oh, shit. Every gushers piece. Is oh, my God. <laughs> Not make me want to buy this candy. (laughs) 
Oh shit, it's like 12 minutes of this shit. I think it's just different gushes. It's different. The one for the new gushers flavor. Will There's the original one. Yep, that's the Will Silver Hot Light Fire? Should we spike him with cactus? <laughs> just check your vape flavor in the bursting ballot and send. You can vote, vote, vote till the mailbox. Did you vote, vote, vote till the, the mailbox mail- exploded? I voted once. What did you vote for? The cactus one. Oh. <laughs> Okay, Mr. Texas. <laughs> I didn't want it. I just wanted to be different, man. I I just, like, that is what true. What if they'll really do it? Right. So, yeah. What no emails it? back then. No website. You, know, you had to get proofs of purchase and shit. Proof of purchase. Fill that shit out from the box right. and put it in the mailbox. And so that's your number two. Number three. 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 Shit, we're taking a long time well, with this one, three. but I'm enjoying it. I'm having a yeah, good time. It's good stuff. But your number three, Marco. So my number three is actually a combination of everybody else's kind of thing for their number three. In the, in the sense, of, so, so imagine being broken up with, and I was uh, not... Because, I mean, what? Like, me and Jessica have been three years yeah before that i was the heartbreaker so this goes back to like teenage years oh but it was just like from 15 to like and on for a little bit um before he was like i'm not taking this shit. <laughs> i destroy bitches. <laughs> yes actually uh so it was like every punk has a catalog of uh a catalog of things that are not punk, but they are alternative, and they're only things that punk's listening to. Things like the Weaker Thans, the Decemberists, and stuff like that. Right. And it's like, you only break this out for certain occasions. Mm-hmm. Sadness is one of those occasions. And so it would be like the it would be like Bright Eyes, uh, from Autumn to Ashes monologue. Like it's, These are just sad emo songs. It's just like, well... I'm not going to rage today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be a sad... So sad emo songs is your sad number three. Sad emo songs is my number three. So it's just like from 15 to like 25, it would just be like, man, uh, this relationship beef sucks. And so I'm just going to go... I'm just going to eat it. Close the door, listen to sad music, and just eat it today. Wait, so but... but- you're not, but you're talking about punk emo because emo to like the broad spectrum of people, like my chemical, my chemical romance. romance. You weren't not, listening to the black no, parade. No, no, no. My chemical romance is actually it's it's emo in one sense, but it's not true emo when you're in the scene. Damn, because if you ever listen to Bright Eyes, it's way nothing. No, there's not one sad my chemical romance song, uh huh. But Bright Eyes, if you like, is that an artist or a Bright Eyes is a band, it's a band, like I remember, uh. Like they're mo- one of their most famous songs is "Lover I Don't Have to Love." Uh-huh. Oh my god, that's, that's pretty emo. <laughs> so, Bright Eyes, if you're gonna be able to play it, I mean, I, I mean, don't I, can, I can play it. It doesn't take uh, us off on SoundCloud. No, no, don't play "Lover I Don't Have to Love." That's uh-huh. that's actually not a sad song for the uh-huh. most part, but the title overall fits it. I would play "Halai Halai Halai." How do you spell that? H A, <laughs> and then it'll fill itself out. There you go. Oh my god. Oh, there it is. So is the music sad or the lyric? I have the lyrics They're here. They're both sad. It doesn't matter which one you choose. This. All right. Well, we'll wait for, uh, until this commercial goes. So what's the premise of the song? Like, what's, what's this the This is literally a breakup song. It, you can hear a phone in the background of a dead ringer. So should I start in the middle or should I start from the beginning? No, start from the beginning and then jump to the middle. Okay. Let me just cut the lights off right here. Let me get my bangs over my eyes. Oh, there you go. You just missed it. <laughs> Can you can you hear the phone in the background though? I can. Marcus is crying. <laughs> One single tear right now. One single tear. I'm missing the whiskey in order to do. Oh. 
Wait, you were like 17 drinking whiskey and shit? Yes. I fair. Walk <laughs> no, it's just some guy. She's been All right, you get the gist of it. Let's go here. Uh oh. Mocking emo laughter at you, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! I, Sorry, I was in. That was feels right. Yeah, all, all of us, all of us got got our our first uh, our first love lost. I always ask. That's always a question I like to ask. Uh, what, what was the girl that broke your heart's name? Like everyone has one, or the or the guy. Everyone knows. But like, my, my, really broke my heart because I, I mean, I have like a rough like the, childhood crush, but obviously no, that doesn't count. The one that the one that's like love's not real no more. Like that was Kelsey in high school. She was like, I was like, ah, I'm not mentioning no, mine. Not real. Yeah, he's, <laughs> mine you not know mine. Broke my heart. She also stabbed me. So, oh, <laughs> yeah. Is the fun venue, fact? Is it, I don't know. Bro, I, I know I, I TJ's a, on a limited clock, but do we have time for that story? Because that is a great story. Hey, well, I'll be back. No, okay. you're all good. <laughs> all right. No, yeah, you're all good. This loves top five love story should be in an episode with yeah, you. Okay. Whole thing. Okay. But uh, on yeah. that note, I'm, I have a growing, <laughs> I have a growing kitchen. TJ, TJ's crying into his gold uh, cocoa puffs. <laughs> I, I have a growing kinship with Tommy over here because the one that broke my heart tried to run me over. Okay. <laughs> Was so, the dick that good, Marcos? Jesus. Yeah, apparently, my, apparently, no one else can have it. apparently my dick game whack as shit because I don't got people stabbing me or trying to run me over. So, yeah, trying to blow me up over here, Jesus. You didn't do it right. I guess not, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> they changed your life, man. <laughs> not. I thought I was over here thinking I laid pipe like a Mario brother. Apparently, I don't. You didn't get stabbed. (laughs) Mario ain't even a real plumber. That's a threshold I didn't even fucking know existed. Bro, Mario doesn't lay pipe. He goes through it. I go through it too sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Hence, your number three. Sad, sad bunny songs. TJ, what's your number two? Uh, Can I just, first of all, uh, on that top five uh, love stories episode, let me just not be here, dog. (laughs) (laughs) I really want you to be Tommy, JJ, and... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let me tell you all right now, because, oh, God. But my number two... He's crying right now. He's super... (laughs) Shut up, man. My number two? (laughs) My number two? (laughs) It's it's all right, TJ. I got you. Play the song. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> you just really didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you struck a chord right there. I, uh, I don't oh, I don't, oh music hits me in a different place. Do you remember everything? Oh, God. <laughs> we spoke freezing South <laughs> Street. Yeah, man. Ancient history. You boys all good. Shake it off. Who right? So much. Why if I've ever heard one? <laughs> I'm not rich. I'm good with my relationships. <laughs> Ooh, I've never had my heart broken. I'm a heartbreaker. My name is Marcos. <laughs> Uh, but seriously, my number two is actually super simple. Mine's pretty straightforward. I, I bitches, <laughs> bitch. porn. <laughs> nah, it's actually I, I play a lot of uh, I play video games, Xbox. Okay. Uh, I play a lot of um, uh, a lot more upbeat, higher energy games, just to mm-hmm. like kind of be like, hey, you know what? I need some fast pace, maybe a shooter. I think right now. I mean, well, if I could think of one off the top of the head, uh, Sunset Overdrive. You can mm-hmm. search that up, actually. It's pretty great. Oh, yeah. I know that one. Top-down top, top down shooter kind of. No. Right? No, wait, no, that's another one. No, nigga. That... What the fuck is Sunset Overdrive? I, I guess I've been getting confused. 
Don't so talk TJ. about my goddamn nerd card, all right? I don't want to hear it. No, no. I'm at, I was actually going to make fun of TJ. He's never dropped the N-word. We bring Tommy in once. He's dropped it like three times. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's got to overcome his street cred loss yeah. over the grilling, over the foyers. Yeah. And I, the, the crumpets. The crumpets. I, I don't believe in curse words, so I don't know what you're hearing. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. But it's you like, found a theatrical trailer. That's not going to help you at oh all. Oh, my yeah, God. No, that's that's actually a good one. To like, okay. You can play, play this on and then... You and your crate are oh, safe it's now. No, it's not. It's actually just. Oh, hey. It has Welcome a great soundtrack. Like a Sunset City. Okay. It's like a zombie game. It's just a lot of fun. It's a high energy game with a lot of energy. But besides that, you know, I like playing a lot of games in general. So that's usually what gets me up. Things. There are survivors. See, yeah, I thought you were going to go Z fighters. By. For sure. But some of them when are we this topic up. Others Oh, Dragon Ball Fighters? That's an everyday thing. That's everyday, bro. As no, but Logan if you want to... But if you like an, if you like a 2090s... Actually, you can pull up the soundtrack for this, but if you like a 2000... Um, early 2000s, like early 90s kind of punk energy soundtrack, this game has one you of the best. You literally just need to go down one, you know, in this, ga- this game, Sunset Overdrive. This oh. game literally has like that, that sort of energy throughout all of it. So it's kind of nostalgic almost in a way, like I'm playing Tony Hawk. Oh shit, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And the whole theme of the game is literally like, so it's a shooter, but it, it tries to break the convention of shooting because you're not supposed to stay on the ground, ground at all. So you're constantly moving, and the more that you're moving, the more shit that just happens. And so, like, you will be grinding on random shit. And, like, it's so, it's so fourth wall breaking, it's so in your face. Like, they make so many jokes. It's a fantastic game in terms of just. Like, you'll laugh and really not think about anything. I'm not going to lie. I want to play this game now, but it just seems like Borderlands with a different setting. No, no, no. no, no. Like, no yeah, this game is like, it's pretty fun. <laughs> it's a lot. I love Borderlands. Borderlands is fun to me. No, no. Right. It's, like, it's like, just think of it like a, um, almost like a really arc- arcadey third-person shooter that's just having a good time. It's is, so much isn't fun. Isn't that Borderlands? No. No, Borderlands is a first-person shooter. Mm. That's a little more, um, it's, this is, like, because Borderlands is kind of off, uh, like, off-grounded. This is like 120% of the way. Okay. Like they make fun of like like he'll I I just played the intro again not too long ago and he and an embodied voice comes in and he's like he's acknowledging the tutorial voice and stuff like that. So it's real funny. It's a great game, but I like games that just kind of because you're able to turn off have a good time by yourself if you want to play with friends, you can. Right. But video games are always like the only reason it's not my number 1 is just because my number 1 has a little more impact for me, but um, definitely number two. Right. Best way. And, and I would highly recommend if you haven't played Sunset Overdrive and you own an Xbox, do it. There you go. Number two. And my number two should have been my number one. It was my number one for a long time. But then it, it just lost to something that is better. Is better as an option, even though th- this number two is really good. And my number two is this. Podcasting. Creation. Oh. Literally yeah, this. literally this. Okay. <laughs> no, like any. So here's the thing. When I was with Double Toasted, uh, was when all the bad stuff was happening in my life. Uh, mm-hmm. Not just to paint a broad stroke. I mean, I'm not going to get into specifics. I'm not. You know, not pointing fingers at anybody. <laughs> Let's just say broadly, things weren't going too hot. And it wasn't. And it's not the obvious things you're thinking. Don't put words in my mouth. I'm just being vague for the sake of being vague. Oh, I just meant for name dropping. Oh, I'm not name dropping at all. And, and this is. And this generally was not pointed towards anybody. But anytime I had a problem. Or if I was feeling down and it was a Thursday where Sammy ain't seen shit was on, it was like, okay, fuck that. You got to get your shit done. And when you turn that camera on, you can't be fucking sad. And 
a perfect example of that, I wish I could pull up the clip. I have it on my Instagram, but I don't have it available right now, was I got broken up with uh like one of the early episodes on Sammy Anzing shit. And I got broken up with and I was just like fucking sad. And I was like trying to hide it. And it was me and Ian. And we were talking about something. We were talking about uh, DC Comics. No, it wasn't a movie. It was DC Comics. I remember the, what we were talking about, though. What was I, the episode in general? I don't remember the. I don't remember the movie of the episode. Oh. But I, I have it on my Instagram. I, at least I have it in my archive. So you like to rewatch yourself all the time? You narcissistic asshole. No, I posted it because. <laughs> Fuck you. I, I like how this is like, I'm sad, so I do X. And all of us are like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, you wiener. <laughs> you fucking dipshit. <laughs> you look at yourself when you're sad. No. But no, but I'm telling you, I to go back and find this clip, I might put it up in, again for those of you who listen to go see it. It's one of my favorite clips that me and Ian did. So we're talking about Joss Whedon uh, directing. It was rumored that he was going to direct Batgirl, a Batgirl movie. And he and I was talking about Joss Whedon having his fingers in anything, everything. Like he's in a DC things, he was in there, whatever. So the phrasing I came up with is like, yeah, Joss Whedon's set up, you know, to do the directing for this, whatever. It might have even been uh, written by Joss Whedon, the movie we're talking about. It's like, yeah, he's got his fingers in everything. He's got his fingers in Batgirl, and then Ian, <laughs> and then Ian is like, oh, he starts going crazy. He's like, Joss Whedon's fingering Batgirl, and I start laughing, but behind the eyes because I've just been broken up with I'm laughing so hard that it almost turned into a <laughs> like it was this close it was this close and if you watch the clip you can see that like the sadness that I'm trying to hide because I put my hands over my eyes and then I let go and you see like a little twinkle of tear but it never leaves it just looks like I'm laughing Yeah. but that shut the fuck up I'm kidding and so but because I was on air I could not be sad I, I will say I've been your friend long enough that i've almost seen this happen three times oh where i laugh and you i'm usually drunk with you and that's where it happens yeah. or i'll be like laughing <laughs> and, then, and then just the darkness consumes me yeah. Yeah. that, that last time was your fault though <laughs> now nah, you do i mean uh you really do try hard to I, i'm with marcos on this been a friend for quite a bit of time now you do try hard to keep it in right and it's those moments where you're breaking on something else that it comes out right yeah, it'll be that's like the, the 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 i don't know what i'm doing with my life it goes it's yeah. a it's a coin toss either i go to laughter or it just gets real fucking sad he's a sad sad buddy <laughs> <laughs> and you see where and you see why i have those yeah. triggers because when i'm feeling really sad i and i'm a crier i cry often and so um i'll either cry or I'll just start fucking laughing. In that instance, I was laughing at something I said that was funny, and it almost just fucking flipped on me. And, it, and it's something that when I'm in this mode, I am most happy because I'm not worried about anything else. I'm worried about the, the sound levels. I'm worrying about the content. I'm worrying about the timing. And I'm not thinking about anything. And if I have a fucking problem, you suck it up until the end. And by that point, the adrenaline's run off, and you're just too fucking calm to yeah. worry about shit. So, um, yeah. I mean, I'm, jo I'm jokes aside, not to crush your heart or anything. Uh, but I, you fucking suck at this and you should never no, keep no, doing no, no. it. I, I don't, I don't, <laughs> no, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't podcast as much as you, but I totally understand what you're saying yeah. in terms of like, you know, being able to turn off your head, just have a good conversation. Like, I, even if you're having a bad podcast, I don't think the energy is ever bad, right? Right. And so even if, like, you know, you, somebody shits the brick in terms of topics. Mm hmm. I don't think the energy is ever bad. Why are you staring at me when he said that? What the fuck? Yeah. Sorry, no, so, like I got caught, like right here. Don't uh, worry. Oh, it, it, <laughs> so, so fun, unrelated note. Like my brain first went to, uh, "Hey man, do you enjoy these podcasts?" Because we're on episode four, and then my brain got like really lost because it's like, "Oh, I brought 
a beer from Fourth Tap to our fourth episode, <laughs> and that was it. Oh, <laughs> well, you were like you were like the, our trilogy, and he popped a champagne bottle, and then he brought Fourth Tap for our fourth episode. What are you gonna do for the scene countdown number five, bro? That, that, we have so many breweries here. I'm sure I can find one. The, yeah, that has f- five on it. Five as a theme. Damn, that'd be a fucking running gag for your ass. Finding a number related beer. I think it would run out at twelve. I can get up to 805. <laughs> I know at 805 there's a next checkpoint. Yeah, 512. But, I can get up there. But that's my that's my number 2 is content creation for the people. Whether it's recording, whether it's audio, whether it's gaming streaming, I I people it might be like, "Oh, he's putting on a face." It's it's a different thing. Uh, my brother puts it cuz he does improv comedy. It's like putting on a mask. Mm-hmm. When you put on the mask, you can be anybody you want, and when you're done, you can take it off. And so being in the mask feels good for me sometimes. And it is definitely a stress reliever. So that's my number two. Tommy, what's your number two? My number two It's going to sound crazy. It's methamphetamine. (laughs) (laughs) Close. Oh, Going to LaGrange. Oh, going going back home. Going back home. Do you like old country songs? There's like Sweet Home Alabama, even though it's not Alabama play in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Not exactly that, but just like generic old country songs that I never really listened to myself, but it's always playing in the background. Fucking ZZ Top, just to be obvious. By the way, since you're saying ZZ Top, I know that you know nothing about the kind of country you're talking about. They have a song named LaGrange, though. Well, that, and it goes, that, dun, 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 yeah, but that's not the guy. Dun, 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 dun. I feel like, no offense, you're talking about like David Allen Coe and old Hank Williams songs. Yeah, kind that of, shit. Yeah. That's Hank Williams. Old not Hank that Williams. old. Okay. <laughs> so oh, there's, so, so are you ready for some football? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was about to say, there's three Hank Williams. You went to the first. We're talking about the second. <laughs> the second. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like, that part. Okay, he's racist. I don't like him. I can't. I don't condone. Yeah, him, no, but. that shit plays in like the little local shops and right. shit like that. So it's always the doctor's office, honky tonk stuff. Yeah, so it's always it's embedded There's in you. There's a tear in my beard. <laughs> it's shit like that, right? Like, when you know the words to songs that, that you've never listened to actively. Exactly right? Yeah, it's crazy. Do you walk bow legged when you're out there? Like, no. do you walk with your hand on your belt? Just yeah, like, what about that? All right, <laughs> none of that. I'm back in Lagrange. You start talking like that, that for some reason. Completely different. This car got to Hemi. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> Carl's Junior, Big Whopper. What the fuck are you talking about, Tommy? Just become every stereotype, yeah, every, every commercial. Town stereotype. Fun fact: Most small cities don't have a Carl's Junior. I, I know. To, I didn't want to break his heart. With <laughs> no, but they, that voice, that guy who does the Dodge Ram, he does the Carl's Junior commercials as well. So yeah. it's I just mean, a voice I've guy. been able to. You, <laughs> I no, was, I don't know that fucking guy. <laughs> but if he were to exist, he'd be from he Lagrange. From Lagrange, yeah, so, it's very true. But, but what happens when you go back home? Do you see your family? No, I, you know what? Yeah, I do. It's the vibe. sometimes. It's just it's, uh, it's the make air. me sound like a bitch. Kind of see my mom. Yeah. No, that's I not mean, a bitch. That like that's it. honestly the only like uh just to jump up. Yeah. I, I mean, my number one was straight up gonna be talking to my mom. But yeah. I feel like that's a cheap answer. So that's the only reason I didn't put it. But yeah, I feel you one hundred percent. Like my mom still lives in the same house I grew up in. So right. my room's still there. Right. Still all my shit's still on the wall. <laughs> So it's like stepping into a time machine almost. Right. To simply well, still has shit still on the wall. Do you mean like, because I have that shit on the wall at my parents' house. Your perfect attendance for like 11th, like those kind of like dumb awards. Yeah, and like shit. Little League trophies. <laughs> yeah, I got some All of that shit's too, still yeah. there. Like, he still has his, he still has a safety turtlenecks there. 
It's all there, dog. They are still. <laughs> yeah. He goes up and says, There's a bloodstained turtleneck. <laughs> Bro, bloodstained turtleneck sounds like a great metal band, like an album cover or something. Like I do like that. That's yeah. an album. That's an album for sure. Yeah. Bloodstained turtleneck. That's an album. Fair enough. But going yeah, home, Lagrange. Going home, Lagrange. Hitting some of those back roads, just relaxing. Mm-hmm. Sunsets, all that shit. Like, yep. and then getting the fuck out as, as soon as possible. Because <laughs> coming back to my cause, life. Because uh, what's like that like guy's a, name? Michael Floyd. <laughs> Michael Floyd gets oh, he's out. He's in prison. No, he gets out in about ten years. You just oh. in case. Just in case there's a, there's Holy a breakout. Shit, I hope not. There's like, a whole. <laughs> be a whole different issue now. I, I can't understand it because I hate my hometown. But it's just like an energy of like, it, this is refreshing for. You have 24 Two days. hours. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 I'm the exactly. same. Because I'm from a small country town um, that got suburbed. Yeah. Oh. And so and so, anytime I go home, I'm like, yo, this is, it's real nice. It's real relaxing. Like the wind hits, especially like on a fall day, you'll be like, oh, this is great. Yeah. It's like the sun looks different. They're like it, there's everything seems different there right. than it does back here. And right. then you're like, but you fuck stay, no, let me get home. No, yeah. you, I was about to say, you stay longer than two days. It's like, man, that... That building is way shittier than I remember it looking. Right. Well, then you're like, wait, everything closes at fucking 10 o'clock p.m.? What the I'm, fuck? There's no bars. No, 9 o'clock. And yeah, oh. there's no bars. We have like... one bar. That's it. <laughs> Ours close at 11, so it's like. Really? Yeah. You lucky son of a bitch. I hate the one bar we have in my hometown. Right. Jesus Christ. It's called, what is it called? Cooters. Cooters. Yeah, I wouldn't go to a bar called Cooters. Yeah, there's a lot of just, that feels wrong. Right. It's like going to a bar named Pussy. Also, my, also my bar. Is ninety eight percent Hispanic, so my hometown is ninety eight percent Hispanic. How we ended up with a bar called Cooters, I'll never know. <laughs> it's like <fair>. Cooters. Vamos a Cooter, the Cooteria. Well, that's your number two. It is your number two, Marcos. So my number two is actually in line with um, I. I've lost track of numbers, but Tommy's uh, always sunny in Philadelphia. It's like. Uh, I've had a really rough day. I need something short, and it feeds both parts of my brain because there's a rich narrative that my smart brain can see and is like, I need that to, if I feel, because like while I'm watching an episode, my brain will go up and down. Mm-hmm. I need dumb bullshit right. that'll make me smile, like we love the subs, right. and I need a rich narrative that it's like, oh man, the mythology of this is actually really complex. Is your number two Rick and Morty? No, it's Adventure Time. Oh, Close. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right. See, I never, I try to get into Adventure Time, but the skip like, to season three. But there was a zombie apocalypse one where they're like in like a church, and there's a zombie apocalypse outside where they That's turn like people into candy. Two, yeah, really it, high. No, don't, you don't even need to get really high. If you think about it as like this is the last human on Earth, and there's magical shit, and the world's almost ending every day, but he's like, I'm gonna dance and fix everything. Like that's. <laughs> How is that not motivating to get through a bad day? <laughs> I guess so, right. <laughs> just being a jolly, youthful child, just running around, trying to solve the world's problems. And then, like, as you get to the later seasons, it's like, oh, man, I'm actually making things worse. Like, he goes through everything about a hero arc. Right. He really does. <laughs> Damn. It's a complex show. I've never seen it. I guess I, guess, I guess I have to give it a shot at some point, I guess. But um, your number two... It, yeah, it's just adventure time. I know there's like a theme song. That's not how it goes. Adventure but. time. Come on, bring your friends. Finish it. No. Finish it. <laughs> TJ, you're number two. No, number you're number one. one. Oh my one. god, we made it we, finally. We I'll do an honorable. This may be a three hour podcast. Fuck it. I'm, I uh, I'm gonna have an honorable mention real quick, and uh, the only reason it's not my number one 
is just because uh, it's not something that I can do very often, but I do really find a lot of joy getting to uh, give speeches and get to classical forms of debate. Those are a lot of fun for me. Um, How do you do that? <laughs> yeah, go, yeah. Do you go to just, just like go a random high school? <laughs> goes to his local university. Yeah. He stands on a stump and he just challenges the public to a debate. So, I like, challenge you to discourse. No, nah, bro. He does the Bill Crowder thing where he sets up a, 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 a topic. Prove me wrong. Crumpets so, are an acceptable breakfast. Prove me wrong. So just to give you a little background on myself, if you didn't know, I was a nationally competitive debater for about uh, seven, eight years. So you were a master debater. That's the lamest joke. Shut up. Um, <laughs> uh, at what level, though? Coll- collegiate or high school? High school and collegiate. Oh. Collegiate, it gets really weird, though, right? Because it's more about who can talk faster. Well, no, it'll, that's also in high school. I can spread, so I can say observation one is the residual analysis. The that's all we'll find everything we're not be so I can't speak that fast. Uh, okay, but- Vanna White. No, who speaks like no. no? No, but that's the way that the debates work. It's like you have to spread out so many points that the other person can't counter all those points, so you win the debate. No, I mean it's a it's a counteraction of like if you can articulate those proper points if they're still well threshed out, but also justifying those points by being able to understand it. Because I actually wasn't the fastest spreader, but my comprehension skills would make me counter you pretty quickly. Um, but being able to and where do I uh, where and where was that actually being yeah. able to be fluid is that I'm. So Still able to go back to UT occasionally okay. and, and, and talk and give and just them, scrub the fucking freshman on the ground. Yeah, right. I like to give them like like you know because because I was my actual my expertise um before I got to collegiate debate um was extemporaneous speaking and so the being, fuck is that extemporaneous speech essentially means that you have thirty minutes to create a seven minute speech and so you can be any topic and you just have to be good at being able to prep. And be able to, I mean, you can give me a topic on like something that's like fluid or going on in the world. So if I gave you a month and I got a hold of Kathleen Bennett from Oklahoma and it, it, the subject was gun. Destroyer. <laughs> fucking wrecked no but, like, but literally like it was so much fun bro i really want to make that happen <laughs> it was so much fun and, and being able to think on my feet like like it's kind of like how you feel about podcasting but when i'm on like but when i'm when i'm giving a speech when i'm speaking to other individuals when you're speaking out rap them. god on stage yeah that uh, was very fast what you said uh no 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 like no 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 the bust the rhymes right it's <laughs> the bust the rhymes of debate <laughs> No, literally, like, my proudest accomplishment in collegiate debate was I went in. Because actually what happens is before the round, yeah. you, you know your topics, but you can't go in with any printed paper. So you, you, memorize all. you have to memorize. And so my proudest accomplishment was that I wrote just a title at the top of one page. And mm-hmm. that was all I needed. And I knew everything that I needed to say on that page. Damn. And so you also use long pages. So those were fun. But my actual, my actual number one, if anyone ever wants to... Go in my depth as as in debate. It's it's always fun. But Trust but, me, nobody will. Uh, that's true. Fun fact, fun fact: I was uh, in high school. I was a gold medalist in uh, persuasive speaking. So I feel I kin. respect that. Me and I Tom, shit. Me and Tommy are just like <laughs> we speak good. We good speakers over here. Yeah, yeah. I have like over. Yeah, I have about over thirty medals so far. So I was pretty alright. <laughs> thirty medals. Thirty medals. Okay, this is gonna sound like. I'm sound like a dick with this question, probably. <laughs> mm. What can you do with that in the real world? Uh, that's actually what got me the job that I have today. Okay. Oh, well, there you go. Fuck yeah. off, Tommy. Yeah. I'm a I, piece I, of I, shit. Ironically, in high school and college, those are just like gold stars. So when you apply to be a lawyer, it means a lot. But I didn't do go that down that route at some point. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I, I, uh, 
it, it just gives me a credence of experience. Like, yeah. to, to just to give you a little bit of preface, uh, the, the job that I currently do, they needed a lot more experience than I had, but mm-hmm. my experience as a debater maximizes anything that they could ever get from somebody else. Nice. So while he's speaking fast, he's in the background when he's not succeeding in life. Well, asshole. Because girls don't I, understand when you speak fast, all my right? My actual number one is, and, and I'm a smooth talker when I talk to these hosts, but... Uh, <laughs> That'll get him. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, bitch, my defense rests. <laughs> no, no, uh, my actual number one. So is... your number, your humble, your, your honorable mention was humble bragging. That's yours. No, was. my no. honorable. I'm. Just... I, I get. I get that part because I love debating people as well. Right. But discourse because because people pe- because I think that so many people are Mind afraid of actually engaging in conversation yeah. and, and understanding like I'm so I'm, a, I'm I'm so neutral on a lot of topics just because I try and understand it from both angles and so right. if I want to understand your approach I have to to understand the pro I have to understand the con right so True. I'm not I'm not a fan of like getting hyper political in these podcasts but what's the one thing you're passionate about in terms of politics in terms of politics it's just like hey man. Gun control needs to happen, uh, whatever, and something. Because uh, I'm actually not a big believer in gun control. Um, side note. I think economic distribution. Um, and so I'm not a fan of the minimum wage raise. I think it's really dumb if it doesn't have a proper plan. Um, it's not – and I, but I'm on the inverse. I'm not a fan of leaving people out to dry like that. I think that uh, nobody really understands – like a lot of people say our economy – like a lot of people the talk funny about fa- – The funny thing is like when you said two sentences, I'm like this is way too complicated for most people to get. Like, <laughs> yeah, literally. A lot of people are like our economy sucks and we have economic problems. And I'm like what the fuck is our economy? What are our economic problems? Can you tell me what even economics is? People are going hungry. How? Why? Explain. You have to understand the process. Because they're poor. Why are they poor? Because they're brown, historically, and why, disenfranchised. Why brown? No, not that. <laughs> you have to ask that one. <laughs> I got you. See, I know, I know where he's going with this. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Slavery and institutionalized racism against Mexicans. No, no. Like, no, you just got to, like, you like once you go down a pathway, I, you can I branch agree. out. I know where he's coming from. Why do you where, hate I know Mexicans. where it ends, but it's actually, like... Your thesis is going to be like three or four sentences, and it's too complex for us. Why do you hate Mexicans? Because y'all work so hard, it makes me jealous. All right, fair. So, but what is your actual number? So what's your one? actual, actual number, number one? Is a lot lighthearted, more lighthearted than that. I um, I'm taking your number, like both of y'all guys. Mm-hmm. For me, it will always be music. Um, whether I'm playing or I'm actually, um, you can play. I play four different instruments, but uh, whether I'm playing, of course, the cello, <laughs> cello violin, violin, viola, <laughs> and piano. Yeah. One man violin, orchestra. viola, piano. I knew it was viola. I fucking knew it was viola. Really? <laughs> violin, uh, violin, viola, piano, and bass. So piano is the easiest one. Yeah. All the keys last, are there. Last one's expected. But violin, I'm super impressed. I know that's one of the hardest instruments to play. It's really not. Really? It's really not. People, Fiddlers do it. People, so. people Fiddlers. Just, people just – people. well, honestly, the hardest instrument to learn is always the piano to me. That shit is still tough. Uh, it's the most recent instrument I've learned. It is the – for me – But that, all the keys are there. You literally have to make the sound with the violin to be, and know like, oh, that's – the chord I was looking to play. Oh, it's all right. I'll be. It, it, that, we're not gonna go down that rabbit hole. But I love music. <laughs> I, I'm a '90s R&B 
diehard fan. Okay, that's and, different. And so I, I would thought I would have thought like classical. Or no, no, '90s R&B, diehard, right? <laughs> like jazz, um, Masego. If we're talking about more recent music, all '90s cell phone ringtones. Um, I literally, I love vibe music. I love being able to energize. And we like we got to get back into it. '90s R&B. You said '90s R&B. What what? No dignity. Do you like from it's not it's not it's not just it's not just you know baby making music. Um, I love uh, Boys to Men. Uh, Motown Philly is one of my okay. is one of my favorite. Philly yeah, one of my favorite songs. Again. I mean, come on, Poison. That's easy. Yeah, it's Belle Biv DeVoe. Belle Biv I'm gonna sing you all know, of them fun. as you go along. By the way, because we can't um, do a copyright. So, oh, Tevin Campbell. Um, easy. okay. Not a lot of people remember yeah. Tevin Campbell. Can we talk? Oh, that's yeah. my that's my shit. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I still listen to some Tevin um, Campbell. I was going goofy movie on that one. Um, <laughs> despite his reputation, Bobby Brown. Ain't Damn. nothing wrong with Bobby Brown. Man. Ain't nothing wrong because he, he had a prerogative. Drugs, okay. He he had crack is whack. And that is yes. that was one of my favorite songs. Um, Candy Rain. Um, Jesus, so for real. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm deep in the nineties R and B. Keith Sweat. Oh yes, Ooh. I'll be like, I'll be tap- <laughs> yo yo. What? Like like literally like. I mean, he just like, said yo yo. Hold on, he's yeah, going back he from going he's going from yacht to the hood. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was raised. His, his, I was raised with the colored folks. His, his yacht ports in the hood. <laughs> no, but seriously, like I definitely like I vibe out so hard in nineties R and B. That's my major playlist. That's my Good main. Shit. It, oh no, it's it's my drug. Yeah. Like any 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 woman who has entered in my life knows that I love nineties R and B because I play it as soon as I enter the crib. It's it like, starts on my phone. Yeah. Prepare to be wooed. He has to give her a quiz first. Right. If she answers up, like, who is this? Aaron Hall? I'm gonna marry you, bitch. Because <laughs> that's exactly something TJ would say. It sounds like he's done it before. Yeah. <laughs> I really do. But but I I love, but but outside of just nineties R and B, I do like um you know if we get into the early two thousands, I like um. One one two, uh, peaches and cream. You know that's what a jam. I mean. Well, it's a one twelve, some jagged edge. Yeah, uh, I like. Uh, but if we talk more more modern, I don't know if anybody's heard him, but Masego's so good. Um, and then, but anything that really vibes. That always puts me in a good mood. Music will always be the best way to catch me, and like, cause I'll do it. Like, if you, like, I am not afraid. Some lady saw me in the grocery store, and I promise you, as soon as Tevin Campbell hit, I was like. The Reese's Puff commercials are true. The Reese's Puff commercials are true. She was laughing, but she was like, "I like, I respect you so much." And I was like, "I, I couldn't even. I like, I was in my own world." Can't help it. So here's the thing: we make fun of TJ not being a player, but could you imagine being a girl at like you know, you know, nine a.m. No, nine a.m. You know, they just they had a night of of fun, and and TJ's just grooving shirtless, making pastries, listening to classic R and B. That'd be some erotic shit, man. Like that's, that's how, how I, you that, rule that, a woman. That's how I went over these women. He's born in the wrong decade, right? Yeah. This was the 90s. <laughs> if this was the nineties, he's like, oh, you'd already have like four kids. He'd, have, <laughs> he'd be like, he'd be like, here's my charcuterie board while I make these desserts. And I, then in the background, <laughs> poison, poison, yeah. poison. Yeah, can't you? <laughs> Never he's like, dance, dance, dance. like fucking nineties hammer dances. Memorize all the dance moves. That 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 like that hasn't happened. Next, um, oh my, <laughs> he's admitting to doing the such things in the no, year two thousand. But yeah, my number one is music. Uh, more particular, uh, if we're being very specific, uh, it's always going to be jazz and nineties R and B. 
There you go. Good choices. I my, that. my number one. Thank you. I'm a man of culture. Yeah. Oh, we know. <laughs> the finest things in life. Things that we don't even know what the yeah. fuck they are. My number one, though, is if it has to beat podcasting, it has to do something, it has to be something that I was doing before it mm-hmm. or something that I've done more than it. And there's very few things I've done more than podcasting on my own free time. Eating tacos. No, it's not eating tacos, nor is it masturbation. I'm just going to go ahead and pre- preface that. I out thought of the that way. was going to be it. Yeah, I knew that you were yeah. going to be there. They wouldn't necessarily think that, but you're perverted like me. So. <laughs> so, but my number one is long distance driving. That is simple. And it's easy to do, at least here in Texas, because gas is like a quarter. Wait, so do you do it silent? Uh, no. Like, cause, so I it's mean, a mixture. I gotta, I, I mean, he does that, it with poison in the back. Yeah. Right. <laughs> poison. Actually, no, that's actually the caveat uh, also that goes along with it. Um, I've yet to experience a long road trip with a significant other. But if I did, they would hear me sing all the jams. I what love, is the definition of a long road trip? What is the definition uh, of a jam? Above, four hours or above. Four hours or above? Yeah, four hours. You can, you, oh, man. Got that beat. Because I don't – because I know, but that's the minimum. Uh, so I, I – Lubbock four, to anywhere is six hours. Right. But but for me, four hours that's is how to get from weekend. Santa Barbara <laughs> to Fresno. And I do I usually did it by myself. So it's like, okay, you're driving by yourself four hours. It's kind of a, a haul sometimes. But I, you know, but but you get familiar with it. But part of the road I was driving up was the Pacific Coast Highway. Um, so there you go. I mean, that was That's some good, of the. It looks like a fantastic drive. Yeah, like some of the. This is very similar to what you're kind of going through here. Uh, this is a little bit more northern, but um, the the roads, the views being very simple, mountain road, fucking ocean, ocean right yeah. there. So that's half the battle. The rest of it would be fucking just beautiful mountains, all fucking charred from the wildfires. Can but I, still pretty. Can I just interject and say that? Come on, man. Texas has this beat. We have desolate. Wasteland in between cities. <laughs> you have yeah. dirt, Bucky, Texas, come and on now. sky. Come on now. Marfa. So, Marfa. <laughs> you got a fucking Prada store in the middle of nowhere. So, so take your beaches and mountains and get on somewhere, asshole. <laughs> oh, my God. No, and so, so, so go Sam, I, I, I'm going to disagree. Cal- Texas does not have a beat, but Alaska does. The Alaskan highways are fucking beautiful. Really? You don't, you don't have glaciers on the side of your highways. We don't have glaciers, oh, yeah. But I mean, what I'm showing you guys I mean, is, is I mean, pretty. It's pretty goddamn gorgeous. That's gorgeous. Yeah. It's gorgeous, but it's blue just missing ocean. a glacier. It's the also, oceans are blue in Alaska too. It's also like you know negative. But it's not frozen though. Yeah. <laughs> right. Gold. You know the golden hour right there. That's like something that could actually happen driving through the mountains. That's so golden crazy. hour hits and you're just like. Fucking amazing! Goddamn background, right? That's a Grand Theft Auto like loading screen. And so when you're driving, and and sometimes I'm alone, and and depends on the mood because long distance drives allows you to get a lot of emotion out if you need to. So sometimes I'm fucking singing sad ass songs. I'll be like, "You find my way, hope it gives you hell and shit." Or I'm just getting down to the latest Bruno Damn, Mars jam. That's that a super emo song. That's a very emo song. But the th- yeah, no, I have emo influences in my life, and um, or or it'll just be like a Bruno Mars jam where it's like I got condos in Manhattan, you know, and I'm just you know like just dancing to myself in the car by myself. So in the yeah, in the car, right? And there's no rules because nobody's looking at me, and if they yeah, are, no judgment. I'm on a road where no one's ever gonna fucking see me again. Yeah. So if them catches me fucking be like, you know, beach house in Miami, wake up with no jammies. Um, you're doing that shit, right? Yeah. And there was only one time where I actually did have a singing partner. It was a friend of mine from college. We were going up the same way. And we were singing fucking show tunes together. It was great. Okay. Oh, yeah. We, we, we sang the love medley from Moulin Rouge. We weren't even dating. We just was like, we. I guess we both did this thing. Yeah. And we only hung out really once. And that was the one time. But apparently we both did it and was like, wait, 
you know this part? Yeah, I know this part. Yeah, I watched Moulin Rouge seven times because my sister and mom loved it. So we sang that part together. We were singing fucking everything together. That was one of the best memories I had in my life. Never saw that girl again. Hardly ever. Should have been your future wife. No. Right it sounded No, I think she was dating some dude at the time. I wasn't even tripping no. about it. But we were, but we had this moment, that's like a, a four-hour trip. That's a moment. But if yeah. you're like someone today. I don't know where she's at. It's I, like I, the beginning of a romance. Bro, that's why we have Facebook. Right. I, I think I once tried to look her up. She didn't exist on it. But um, Oh, man. I remember her name, though. Uh, I'll say it out there. She's not going to find me. Renee, her name is Renee, and and so she we were Renee singing what? fucking songs, huh? Renee, what? I I know I'm gonna put her last name out there, but uh, anyway, Bro, I'm gonna try to find her. If for she's you. out there, I'll, I'll tell you after the podcast. If she's out there, it's a really specific name, but that's why if I would have found it, I would have found it. But um, Manasa. yeah, <laughs> yeah, she was the CEO, uh, daughter of the CEO of an oil company. Hey man, I think y'all have known her. I think <laughs> in a biblical sense, but um, yeah, driving, singing. Driving sometimes in silence, but most of the time, driving and singing. Uh, that's my number one. Clearing out my head. Because, you know, you said simple, you said easy. So you got, you know, four hours is enough for me. Uh, hell, even one hour is enough for me to be like, all right, let me clear my head. Like, I was about to say, man, like, I can't imagine being upset. And I was like, I'm going to drive four hours and come back. Right. Well, it's like San Antonio. I drove there and back. That's two hours, roughly. So I was like, okay, I had enough time to clear my head. So it was good. I, I think that, uh, you know, it's funny. I, I think that I totally agree with you in terms of driving. I think it's the best way to clear your head. But the other activity in your in your car that is i think is the opposite which is the worst is uh actually eating in your car i feel like that's the sad fan. i feel like that's the saddest thing you can do has it, have you ever seen someone eat in their car it never looks attractive it looks sad it looks like like i ate parked one time and then i like looked at myself like i spilled something because like, <laughs> if you spill anything it's on your lap and on your lap the car smells away. like food like you know you're not eating something good if it's in your car like you're not eating like a steak or that's something like jack in the box it's right. jack in the box <laughs> Yeah. It's so sad. <laughs> oh man! And for some reason, this song is yeah, playing in the background yeah, right. at all times. <laughs> He's jacking the box. What the fuck is that music coming? From? <laughs> then, you, then, then you do the whole like, oh, oh no, I spilled honey mustard on myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like how you've unintentionally like given me the endorsement. I was like, yeah, man, that is a sad song. Well, it's just yeah, like, oh, it it's very sad guitar. So it's just like you play it in the background, sad. just like you're eating Subway in the fucking rain. <laughs> In your fucking parked car. I like how you added rain. <laughs> this subway sandwich. I didn't even want this. I miss Jared. Why can't we have the good Jared? <laughs> there was never. A good Jared. <laughs> that man you saw on TV never existed. Hey, Bill Cosby used to be good, and then he realized all the bad things he did. Again, he wasn't either. He was four years old when he was good. He used to be. I good. don't think he was. I think he was roofing people at four years old. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. bro. Bill Cosby was laughing on the way out of trial when he thought he won. <laughs> That's a weird Bill Cosby. <laughs> that was like Fat uh, Albert. <laughs> that's what. That's exactly. I was Fat Albert. But he did actually do a Fat Albert laugh. I, I know. Well, oh. No, he was Fat Albert. He's a weird man. He's a weird man. Yeah. <laughs> You'll see. All right, that's enough. I have to do it. So on that note, is Tyler Perry going to have like some weird charges like twenty years from we now? We know Tyler Perry's a weird sex pervert. We know this. Just to what extent we don't know. Well. <laughs> He has made a lot of legendary classics, so can we look past? It? Yeah, they right. once they want she he once I'm threw kidding. a paralyzed no. man into a tub. <laughs> oh, kidding! He once threw a paralyzed man into a tub. Oh, you're right. That is the thing that happened. Do you remember that from oh, the first Medea movie, Diary Mad Black Woman? This man was paralyzed from the le- the waist down, and she, the had the actress Marcos, throw a paralyzed man movies? into the tub. Yeah. 
Those movies. And it almost let him drown while she smoked a well, cigarette. You might not like them, but they could Bro, I've seen them. as many Medea movies as you've seen Chavo de Ocho. Dog, what you talking about? I grew up on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zimbabwe just loves Chavo de Ocho. <laughs> Tommy, number one. My number. Hey, who the fuck show you think this is? Tommy, what's your it's number It's my one? topic, bitch. Number one, Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, what's your number six, all right? Fuck okay, you, we're going reverse. You know what? Number seven, bitch. Oh. Now I call it top seven. Number Bro. seven, okay. <laughs> no, I got an honorable mention, too. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, honorable mentions it, it are would, welcome. It would seem like one that, that TJ would have had. Uh, shopping. Oh, you're that guy. I, I don't like spending money. You shop till you drop. No, 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 but not like clothes shopping. I do that shit twice a year. I love book shopping. That's Ooh, one of my I actually, I do like that. Do. Yeah, I love to go to bookstores. It's one of the most relaxing places. Dude, ever. do you know like bookstores always smell like knowledge? <laughs> you feel smarter <laughs> when you go into one. You go in like mm, coffee, hipsters, and knowledge. Yeah, let me just grab a random book and just sit here. Like, mm. I definitely do feel smarter after leaving book people. You do. Yeah, you really do. It's it's the craziest shit ever, but I love it. I can do that. Even though anytime. all I did was read like the back of a couple of books, and it's like your third synopsis. Your thirty dollars. I really want. <laughs> yeah, I'd be sitting there if some if somebody does come up to me and they're like, "Have you read this one before?" Oh yeah, it's great. It's yeah. about <laughs> child suffering. My Marcus is like. The most explosive clash to ever rock the Marvel Cinematic Universe <laughs> ignites a firestorm of conflict in the game-changing epic Captain America Civil War. It's, my it's about the Civil War. It's my most overrated Marvel movie. Let's not get into that right now. Mar- he, Marcus is weird when it comes to his life. I just and, don't and like his... Civil War. That's about it. It's one of my favorites. Mm. Let's not. Nope. 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 Save it for, nope, for the top it. five Marvel movies. But ooh. Okay. We got just a, a list of these. Yeah. Like that's why it. the show's gonna go on forever. Good. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> um, but but yeah. my actual number one is creator. Creating. Um, writing. Oh, okay, yeah. Writing so art. Like I can I do my Being art a sophisticated all the time. Negro. Understood. You gotta up it, you know? You gotta right. up your game. Put your ascot on. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. Monocle some for some I reason. I have a smoking jacket and a monocle. <laughs> and you don't even smoke. You just painted it. Yeah, I don't. I just and underneath the it. smoking jacket, he's one of, nude. He one put, of the bubble ones. You just... <laughs> puts weed in a smoke pipe. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, no, just creating shit, man. I have to keep creating. Like, yeah. don't stop. Doing what happened it. to Attack the Block episode two or Attack the Census episode two? Oh, my God, man. It's like four years ago. The story's written out. I oh, right. have to actually do it. Right. And I, I, mean, I don't know. I made you a t-shirt, Tommy. Remember you those did. times? I still have that t-shirt. I know you do, and I still have that file. So oh, if you ever need more t-shirts, tag the senses on mexmerch.com. Oh, it's a plug. And I need to finish. That's the number one thing like people say to do. Always finish what you start. And I did not finish that. Oh, so man. I have to finish. Yeah, well, you're not dead yet, so you can finish I'm still it. around. I'm still yeah. kicking. So exactly. as long as I'm still there, <laughs> that hope. We'll that, that, that episode two will come out. Oh no, it was like three. three. Yeah, three. Yeah. I, I know there's gonna was... be five. So yeah, I couldn't do three. It's, more. it's the you. Infinity Saga, <laughs> Tommy McGrew Cinematic Universe. There you go. This is the McGrew Saga, <laughs> but creating is your number one. It is my number one, Marco. So I like that. I said my number one was a soapbox, so now it gets to end on me and my little soapbox over here. Because, uh, so for the most part, my number one is soap. (laughs) Good smelling soaps. I like showers and bath and body works. Ooh, that would be a good one, like bath. So, well, time out. Bath and going into bath and body works is relaxing. I just can't fit in a bathtub anymore. (laughs) Marcos, no one cares, all right? (laughs) This has been the sink countdown. Hey! Woo! Number one! (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I'm going to need to pick me up after this. Oh. <laughs> well, here, let yeah. me bring you down a little more. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. TJ's a bitch. No. Uh, all right. So mine, so it's actually kind of funny on the thinking about this list because I was like, man, I really haven't been down in a while. Like, outside of watching, like, an episode of Adventure Time to pick myself up, like, I haven't done anything else on this list in four years, probably. All thanks uh, to Jess. Mm-mm. Right. <laughs> Taking credit in the she background. Did, she was angry about, like, why aren't I on the top five? Uh, wow. Because <laughs> you ain't just a pick-me-up, girl. You're his everything. Yeah. Damn, that's some R&B shit right there. That's what it does. <laughs> I get so excited. Mm, oh, oh, my, my God. God. <laughs> I try, but I can't find it. But. <laughs> you guys were singing the rest of it in your head. That's why. We're not going to let you finish. <laughs> oh, okay. Get it hard for me. Okay, go ahead. All right. I was on rhythm that whole time, by you the were. way. You did great. Go ahead. Gold star for you. What's your, num- <laughs> What's your number, number one? one? Uh, it's actually, so a, it's a preventative measure that actually helps a lot. And it's just gym discipline in the sense of going to the gym regularly. Okay. Like there's there's a that's me- like a real answer though. That's a great answer. But but it's like an actual like like it doesn't matter what you do whether it's yoga or lifting weights. In the end of the day, it's like I push myself through this workout. I can push myself through this day, and it's a preventative measure because obviously you don't know you're gonna have a bad day, mm-hmm. but you can work out every day, and then it's just that mindset helps a lot with any other issue that you're gonna go through through mm-hmm. the rest of the. And that's why I said it's like a little bit of a soapbox. Like, hey, man, doesn't matter how you work out. Just work out. There you go. It's a good metaphor for like just a bad day. Like, you know, just it's work hard it. to work out. Work Sometimes out. days are hard, but you got to get through the shit. One right. Way or, another. So. or else you're going to be fat and stupid. Yeah. You don't read books. And you just read the pack pages of. Okay, sorry. I looked get, over and, 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 and listen and to he's some... on like Facebook, I think, but it just looks like Tinder because there's nothing but fine bitches on his timeline. Are you really on Tinder, TJ? No, Whoa. he's been on Tinder on this podcast before. I've I seen have, but not that right now. Okay. <laughs> he was looking at that girl I was serenading uh, on that road trip. He's oh. like, Renee? Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to move in on Renee. Don't, <laughs> don't do it. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, don't hey. mow another man's lawn. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, y'all. Plebs are in your own little <laughs> magical land over there. We're missing out on hearing the soapbox. We're, we're done already, man. No, yeah, he's very clear. No, he's he's go to the gym, no. you fat fuck. No, I, so I he's I, saying to everybody. I totally agree in terms of the discipline part. If you wake up in the morning or end off your day, I think that one of the biggest struggles is uh, if you wake up in the morning, it's getting up early to go to the gym, and if it's after work, it's say, man, I'm tired. I had a shitty day at work, and training yourself to actually go to the gym. And if you can get through those two things, honestly, I agree with you. There really ain't that much that's that that, that, that can that affect. I really you. like that one. That was a good one. It's very good. Now you're on Tinder. I am on Tinder. No, I, that's a story for another time about my Tinder adventures, but um, that went nowhere. The missing- Top five Tinder adventures. Oh <laughs> um, no! It was just you know what? It was one, and then I just stopped using it because oh my god, it was such a terrible, it was a terrible situation. It was so bad. It was, I got oh, catfished. I'm too, I'm too I got good for Tinder. But not, no, I'm not too good for Tinder. I just got you got it, catfished. It it was the she actual. She asked you for money on her first. It date. was the actual person. But the pictures were so deceptive that it might as well have been a completely different person. <laughs> wow. She had neck knee, man. I couldn't see the neck knee, all right? Neck knee? It's agony on the no, neck. No, I, I thought that's what it was. <laughs> on, on multiple of her necks. All women oh. are, whoa. <laughs> 
Yeah, stop dragging your tracks, motherfucker. Time out there. That Ew. the the place I, I went to the her fucking place. Her place smelled like dog shampoo, like the carpet shampoo, like when dogs oh, shit on the ground. The it hell? smelled like that, and I hate She's that tried smell. To be cleansy. Cleansy. <laughs> From Lagrange, too. <laughs> I am legitimately from the country, so it comes out sometimes. Plainly, yeah, your British accent with your crumpets comes out. Your fucking Zimbabwe, Zimbabwean comes out. Which Bro, sometimes you gotta have a Lone Star with your crumpet, like let them. Bro, Lone Star and crumpet sounds like the hottest hip hop album of all time. Yo, dog, that's my next mixtape. <laughs> Lone Star and Crumpets, Volume One. <laughs> volume One. <laughs> Gotta oh get five God. more of these. <laughs> oh, and shit. they'll come out faster than Attack the Senses. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> that's five true. But you know what? That's it for the Sync Countdown. My top five to recap to give everyone a chance to relook at their list. My number five, he's a sad, sad bunny. Number four, Beach Times. Number three, Lil Brother and Crying. Number two, Podcasting and Just Content Creation. And number one, Long Distance Driving and Sing Along. Tommy, What's your top five? I completely forgot, but I'm going to try to remember. <laughs> Dog, I'm in the same boat. Donuts. Donuts. LaGrange. LaGrange. Going back home. Yeah, going back home. Creation. Creation. Always Sunny. Always Sunny and old commercials. And old. No. Was it old? All and music. And yeah, music. Old commercials and music. music. Yeah. Marco, your top five? Uh, On the back of your fucking bill for your cable bill or something? Bro, uh, so, by the way, this is your piece of paper. I wrote it out when I got here. Oh, it's your bill. Okay, it's my paper bill. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, number five is Little Miss Sunshine. Number four is Go Karts. Number three is uh, Emo Music. Number two is Adventure Time. And number one is just Gym Discipline. Bro, yours is so whimsical. Like, he's like, Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah. Adventure Time. Go Karts. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so. It's like, shit that's supposed to make you feel good, bitch. I know, no, but it's whimsical. And Whimsical's then you watch different. Little Miss Sunshine, and I'm like, tell me it's still whimsical when the grandpa dies. It's called Little Miss Sunshine. <laughs> Spoiler. Spoiler. Yeah, now I don't know the ending. Dog, or I've do never know seen the it. Come that's yeah. not the ending of the movie. It happens like in the middle of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> My number five. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's that. <laughs> no, um, my top five, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, my number five is Cocoa Puffs because uh, I still love cereal. My number four is cooking in general. My number three is either watching Man Seeking Woman or The Dating Guy. My number two would be shit. Games. <laughs> Xbox. My number two would be shit. Honorable mention. Taking a fat shit brightens <laughs> my day like no other. Honorable mention would be the art of debate. And my number one is music. Whether it's playing, listening, vibing, jamming. I love it all. Preferably 90s R&B. Preferably. Not preferably. Only 90s R&B. Oh, only and 90s. if you aren't a cultured motherfucker, I'll find you. Feel it. Feel it. <laughs> Motown feel it back again. <laughs> Do a little East Coast swing. Not too hard. Shut up. <laughs> Not too hard. I missed it. Not too hard. Hey, no cursing on this or whatever. Whatever that guy says in the background when they're breaking out. Do da da do do da 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 I know it. This is what I'm singing on the road trips, you guys. Yeah, I'd get down to this shit too. Hey, I like uh, boys and men. Do you remember that dude who never sang? He just sat back with a cane and just looked cool the whole time. <laughs> I don't remember that no, particularly. You don't remember that dude? Watch all the music videos, bro. Now. That dude exists yeah. in every band, though. He that was, was like nineties. Right. <laughs> it was just one guy who 
Never said anything. Uh, really? Yeah. I thought I thought that was. I mean, I imagine he was Kane. I imagine he was the bigger dude. Yeah. I thought that was the guy who was not, that like. Was, yeah. The deep every once in a while, he would talk. He I was, was about like, to say, like, isn't that their role? Like, they just say, like, hey, babe. Hey, hey, hey baby. Girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> You're really yeah. going to like this track. And then all the actual talent would take over at that <laughs> point. It's driving me out of me. He's like, just fucking, like, killing it vocally. It's like, yeah. But anyway, that's like, that's like a metaphor. I think a, we're boys to men. No, right? there's a song that literally comes out as, like, playtime's over. Now back to... And, like, like that's what all black managers and black dudes were supposed to be. Like, if I were in a 90s R&B hip-hop, like, or rap or R&B group, that's definitely the role I would have taken. So you're saying, like, oh, DJ absolutely. Khaled stole that from black producers of the 90s? Oh. No. He he is... He comes in and just yells out his name. No, they he, had class. He stole that from Little John. Mm, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. But anyway... People yeah. say I look like DJ Khaled. That's a little just, bit. That's just a way to just get out of this conversation because it's over. The same countdown is over. Let us know down uh, below in the comment section what your top five pick-me-ups are and have any suggestions for any episodes. You can leave them down below as well and we'll take them into consideration. Fuck, I forgot to mention that I was going to read some people's favorite commercials, but I'll do that next week because uh, I, I do will I will post that on my Instagram. And if you answer the question what your one of your top five pick-me-ups is going to be, I'll read it on the podcast starting next week. So that said, you can find me on The Mexcellence on all forms of social media. That's T-H-E-M-E-X-C-E-L-L-E-N-C-E, like you see it up top or down below on the podcast app you're listening on. TJ, where can they find you? Hodge Boy on Facebook at Taylor Manats, on Instagram at TJ Man, on Snapchat at TJM7922. Back to you, Mr. Marco. Just type JL Marco 62. You can do it on anything from LinkedIn to Twitter. You'll find me. Don't add him on LinkedIn. That picture is tough. Right. And you can find him on, <laughs> you can find him on Pornhub under that too. You can see all his favorite videos. He doesn't perform. He just has his favorite videos catalog. No, time out. Before you go, Tommy, who actually presses like and subscribes on any porn video? <laughs> Bro, who, who actually is like on... who says share to Facebook? Because there's share to Facebook. There is a share to Facebook option. There on is Pornhub. a share to Facebook option. How many risky clicks is that? <laughs> <laughs> like it's, uh, on mobile, your fingers get a little wiggly if you're you yeah, know, no, doing like, it what, right. What, what 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 if you like you're like you're out there, you're in the mood, you're like no, right? No, you're like falls. somebody. Yeah, like your family's done. Yeah, that's it. Your, done. your cred's done. Right. Be you can't come back when your aunt sees your for, fucking for fun fetish fact, videos. Yeah, Ted Cruz did this on September 11th. Uh, that's right. He did do that. <laughs> Ted Cruz accidentally tweeted from Pornhub. Uh, it was like a mill fetish thing. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And everyone watched the video. I actually looked up the video. He's got good it? taste. Does he? Yeah. So <laughs> <that's> <laughs> Ted Cruz, Man, I don't quality. agree with him on shit. <laughs> on anything. Has good milf taste. Nice. I don't know if that's true, but you know what? I, I, did, I did find I would that, like to think it is. I would like to think it is, too. But that said... Mr. McGrew, how do uh, they find you? Tommy McGrew Art Instagram. I like that's how you, you're, like you're trying to get out of here, so you're just taking my fucking steam. He's Tommy, how can they find you? Don't get to not take your steam. <laughs> Tommy, where can they find you? <laughs> yeah, bro, here Tommy McGrew. They hey, shut the fucking... He's got to do the thing. Underscore Art. Say it again, your name. Tommy they, McGrew. They don't know who you are. Louder. Tommy... Mick Grew underscore art Instagram. Okay, gotcha. All right. All right, everybody. Well, that's it for us. Thank you for listening and um, enjoy the podcast. Listen, resubscribe. 
resubscribe because uh, I actually undid the RSS feed, so we lost all the subscribers. But go ahead, resubscribe to the Mexicans podcast. Just find us on all forms, including Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. But that's it, everybody. The music's playing, Tommy. You no. hear it? It's diegetic. It's playing in the background. I can hear. Hey, these guys can't hear because we're fading out into the oblivion. Bye, everybody. Oh. Everybody, say bye to the, the people out there. Doug, you left me hanging. No, oh, not bye. I thought you were hitting me. I thought you were like, slapping me in the face for taking a thunder. No. We're fading out too far. It's your show. <laughs>